The train headed for Sunset City will be departing soon. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Sunset City, a Sonic podcast for the classic and modern age. We have Channel Pup. Yellow. Wayne is boss. I do be here, do be bossin'. Suris. Are we muted? No. That's uh, referring to when I was trying to get rid of the tombstones. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. He's he's busy eating the dogs. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Okay, uh, God damn it. He's just putting tape Very around his snoots, you know. Um, and G Gilly's still dead. <laughs> yeah. Are we, um, eating, are we just eating Gilly at this point? Suppose. I, don't I ask what's in the burgers. You weren't supposed to talk about that. Don't ask questions and, you uh, don't want the answers to. And uh, for the last time, it's me, Nick. How how you guys doing? How's everyone doing today? I had coffee starting to kick in, so you know oh, well we'll done. get there. That's nice. I've uh, I got a bunch of root beer, and then realized that root beer is caffeine free, so it's not really a good morning drink. And I don't think soda. <laughs> Most soda is not. It's not usually a good anytime drink. Do you like teeth? Do you want to keep them? <laughs> I mean, if you're having the sugar-free one, you should be okay. It is, it is sugar-free. There you, you go. Most sugar-free stuff has shit in it that's worse for you than sugar. You can just drink as much of it as you want, Cyrus. Don't let the government tell you otherwise. I, I... <laughs> I'm gonna come, come over there just you know, with a wooden spoon. <laughs> okay. And, 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 you're gonna bake and, him a cake and, or and something? do what? Like, what are, you, what are you gonna do? Make it so that my pasta doesn't boil over? Thank you, young man. All right, um, so before we get into, because we have like a lot of talking to do when it comes to Sonic Frontiers, that new DLC finally dropped. Um, we do need to address the elephant in the room, because uh, I'm sure you guys saw on Twitter a lot of announcements of people leaving this and that and the other. Um, so we need to just kind of lay things out for everybody. Um, and I apologize if any of this is a bit too uh, behind the curtain for anything. Uh, yeah, there there was a bit of a squabble nobody nothing i had people messaging me asking if like any of us were canceled or anything like that it's, it's nothing like that there's just like a squabble amongst amongst bros and it's gilly gilly that, did it <laughs> that's usually how oh god um <laughs> no like there's a big heated argument and like yeah there's a bit of a fallout from it and uh like when everything shook up like yeah obviously everyone was like hey we're friends we love each other let's to not be angry and dramatic and everything like that, but uh, it did give me a little bit of time to reflect. After last week's episode, I wasn't exactly planning on leaving the show, but I've been thinking about it for a little bit. And after everything was said and done, like just sent a tweet saying, "Hey, I'm leaving," and I kind of just to make sure that I actually did, because I got a lot of stuff going on in life, and it's really really hard to kind of juggle this on top of everything else. So. No, Pup is not leaving the show. Um, Wayne, you can talk about your, your scheduling stuff in, in just a second here. But as far as I'm concerned, I just decided like it's time to just pull the plug, be done with it, and I'm going to just carry on and see what the future holds. But tonight, or today, I guess, today is going to be my last show. And I really, really, really appreciate everybody who's been sticking around with me and like all the wonderful you know, times we've all had together as co-hosts and everything. And obviously, like, we're all still going to be friends and dick around and have a good old time. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Enough. fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, just get the, getting that up front out of the way so we can just get to the Sonic stuff, which is the point of the show. 
I'm a uh, yeah. I'm gonna be leaving after this this episode, but obviously these guys are gonna continue to do amazing stuff. Yeah. So yeah. basically, um, to clear up any confusion, this is not necessarily like the final episode. Um, like we're we're probably going to take a little break after this one to figure out what the best next move is, because yeah, there's there's also other stuff going on as well. Wayne, you've got your own plans as well, haven't you, man? I uh, yeah, I I'm probably going to be taking a, a little bit of a step back at least to some degree. I'm not leaving the show entirely, um, but I probably won't be able to be here for the for the weekly show, for, like for for the weekly podcast. I want to be able to help out with some side stuff and maybe. Um, if anything, that might help add to to what uh, we can do as a group. Um, I just may not be part of the main cast from week to week. Scheduling stuff and everything like that. I mean, listen, I'm the reason that this has been a Monday thing for a while now, which hasn't been easier for the show and it hasn't been easier for me. And it's it's just I got I got too much going on in the back end to be able to keep up with it. Yeah, it's completely understandable. Adult life is uh, kind of garbage sometimes. But we are all still the best of friends for anyone that's worried. I like that we're going to be getting super chats and then I was already like, hey, you guys can just have mine. <laughs> we're going to get so many nice yeah. super chats. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, have we all managed to play through the entirety of Update 3? Pretty much. I mean, not every single little thing, but yeah, I beat the game last night. Okay. And Wayne, I know you have too. All right, so oh, I've, I've beaten it twice. Yeah, I've beaten it twice too. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I did like yeah, a not, full... not, not totally finished, but pretty close. I did like a full playthrough last night in one sitting. Managed to get it done in about four hours, which is crazy to think that DLC is longer than Sonic Forces. <laughs> it, it's a, it's a lot easier on a second playthrough. Like, definitely, once you know what you're doing. Yeah. it definitely it. I, I did the I've only done the first playthrough and I because it was starting to get really, really late or rather early, I I did do most of it in easy mode. I did tower one and tower two in normal mode and then I just went, okay no. I'm I'm clicking the easy button. <laughs> I mean I is it is it worth us asking, like, is this a spoiler cast effectively? Uh, are we gonna talk spoilers in this one? Back half. Back, back half. half. Okay. Back 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 half will have spoilers. So I guess yeah, first half we'll just talk got, about things like Sorry. The playable characters, kind of, I guess, the towers, yeah. and in the back half we can talk about the finale. It is would would you reckon that would sure, work? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, so it's like one of those things where if you do want to go in we, blind, there's we, not much. We always have to be careful. Like, I mean, we're gonna have people like if we're doing a live show, like we always have to worry about people like popping in. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, we can keep it kind of vague. We don't need to go full, full, full. Spo- I do though. Like there's a thing at the end I want to I want to chat with you guys here, about. Here's here's the I, thing: if if I, people come into Sunset City at the back half of two hours, I think it's reasonable for them to understand. Like, oh wait a minute, there's gonna be spoilers. Actually, I, up just in the studio tab, just add a add a spoilers part real quick. Okay, I mean as it is, I'm not logged into it. Hang on, let me go on the phone. Um, as it is. Yeah. Like if, there's there's some stuff I want to talk about. The, if you did want to go into this blind, um, there's not much use doing that because you won't be able to see anything. But if you did want to avoid knowing anything about it going into it, then like again, we are going to be talking about stuff that is in the DLC. So like, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So uh, we, can't, where, we can't really skirt around it. Whereabouts no. did we want to kind of start with this then? 
I mean, the initial impressions, I guess. Okay. The my first impressions were this was fairly ambitious, and maybe maybe even to its detriment. But this was a pretty ambitious update. I I would say that for me personally, it it met my expectations. Um, I I felt satisfied. I I. Uh, I honestly thought it was a more fulfilling conclusion than what uh, was present earlier in the game. I've got issues with it, and I do think mm -hmm. that this patch could use a patch. But um, <laughs> I, I find the the effort and the attempt commendable, and I'm hoping that it's at least a step in the right direction. Although I don't want future games to be handled exactly like this. It's it's complicated. I uh, I've always felt like those words we keep using those as uh, as just like I don't know uh, like training wheels uh, not not training wheels but just like pillows maybe just to soften the blow a bit. <laughs> yeah. I think this sucks. I think this is up and down fucking garbage. Damn. But there's a lot of cool ideas here, and I have been seeing a lot of like both ends of the spectrum. People like this is the worst thing I've ever played. Like this makes the game actively worse for me. And also, like, there's some stuff here that really elevates stuff. And I've seen seen both of them. And I'm excited to, like, explore a lot more of it. But initial impressions are like, okay, you're adding the stuff that I've literally asked for. A lot of us have asked for. And, like, the way they do it, like, in terms of storytelling, like, how they penned it into the script, I think is really smart. Mm. In terms of implementation gameplay-wise, it just solidified Every single issue I've had with with Frontiers, I think this is a really, really, really poorly designed situation. I'm, I'm really, really, really disappointed, but also fascinated and also had a fun time with stuff. On my end, I think I align a bit more with Wayne overall. I personally think it's a mixed bag. Like my thoughts on it are kind of mixed, but definitely more positive than not in that like. I think there are a lot of pretty glaring issues. There's a lot of opportunities that they didn't take that they probably could have. And there are some elements of it, a few little elements of it that are just outright, holy fuck, how did it get that bad? But I think the highs... Perfect parry was not playtested. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Per like, perfect parry just makes no fucking sense for this game. It doesn't work. Wait. Um, it, it does just we'll, we'll get in we'll get into all that stuff in a second. Yeah, about. I have because I have a I have a response to that one. We'll, we'll get yeah. there when we get there, I guess. But like, yeah, if I were to think about like the things that are kind of glaring issues to me, perfect parry would be one of them. Uh, knuckles, fuck yeah, we'll go into that. But like, knuckles is horrible. Um, I think we I think we can we can kind of hit down the uh, we can the talk about the characters. Each, um, yeah, each. So I guess well the, the game pits you out with Amy first. Well, I just I wanted For to sure. say that overall I still I I like what we have here. I just think there's a lot of very clear issues with it. Yeah, no, I think if we if we start with the if we start with the first character that they actually give you for the extra playthrough stuff, Amy. There's a there's a very very confusing bit in the beginning of the game which frustrated me until I figured out what I needed to do. Um, when they when they present you with that, because when you when you play as Amy first, they present you with that very first challenge where it's like, "Hey, there's these pillars here," and I thought, "Oh, okay, this is going to teach me how to use Amy's movement so that I can move around the world better." That would make sense. No, right? No, they want you to they want you to fuck off. They want you to uh, talk to a Coco 
get your skill points, get your psi loop, and then come back. Maybe later. Sometimes. They, you need to level <laughs> up before the... You need to, like, go around and mess around to find experience before and level up before the characters are, are playable. Yeah. I think... Yeah, yeah, and... the, I don't like that. Putting things like psi loop and stomp on the tree was completely stupid, especially considering that those those slots could have been freed up for or combat moves for knuckles but we'll get there when we get there i personally think when i saw the skill trees for the characters like oh cool they have skill trees these aren't just going to be uber simplified gameplay styles or copy pastes of sonic so I, I was quite happy to see that but then i was like oh my god so much of this is just the basics like why <laughs> they should have at least started off with one combat move they should have at least started off with the psy loop or you know it's <sighs> Well, and okay. it's weird that they gave us the they gave us the combat stuff in the tree, and then they decided that they wanted to populate the world with damn near zero enemies. But like, the enemies that are there are no, like, so difficult that even Sonic I, struggles. I there shouldn't be skill trees in this game. There yeah. shouldn't be none, zero, none. Like this was this was asinine. Like I was so <laughs> fucking curious. Like you have to unlock a punch that just tells me. We just need an excuse to use skill trees. And then what do they do? Do you get it by punching enemies? Do you get it by attacking anybody? No, you get it by no. fucking Coco. You don't <laughs> even need the punch because you can't punch anything. They had that stupid trailer showing Knuckles punching enemies. You will get your ass kicked if you do that. It's insane. You have to go track down Coco to get a bunch of experience at once and then unlock it. It's... Mm. Yeah. The other oh, thing is, though, you so level them up. You level them up so you can do what? So you can have a chance at fighting these um, fucking ultra-difficulty guardians that are dotted around the map. Dude, fuck the new guardians. The God the damn. Guardians are, the guardians? They take forever. Also, yeah. no one has any iframes. Okay, I can kind of understand it with Sonic because he's zippy, he's quick, you can get away quickly, you can get, get yourself some rings and stuff, and usually on the other islands, their attacks are a little slower, a little clumsier, giving you a little bit of time. It's designed around it. But in this island, no one has any invincibility frames, meaning that you can just get pummeled while you're on the ground, and what when you have like 400 rings, you can basically just get instant deft. And that was very I, I, frustrating. I'm gonna, you know what, hang on. Like, I keep seeing people calling this Kaizo. Kaizo is built around solid mechanics. I'm sorry. But this is built on an unsteady frame. This is not yeah. Kaizo. This like, is hard I, mode for a janky game that my, requires you to learn the jank. I just Kaizo. <laughs> Kaizo is is made for the mastery of controls. Uh, the challenge comes from you having to master them and and to learn them. Sonic uh, Final Horizon is difficult because the mechanics don't fucking work half the time. This is I, why I, these dark characters are gone for 17 years. If this was released in 2006, oh, this I would have, have been issue with decimated. This would have been demolished yeah. by gamers in 2006. It is in, I'm I'm embarrassed like how desperate we've become as a fan base and just like where AAA gaming is right now wait, where wait, this wait. is acceptable. It's where insane Knuckles, to me. Where Knuckles is concerned, uh, when I was playing as him, I was not thinking of like Sonic Adventure. I was wishing I was thinking of Sonic Adventure, but I was actually thinking of Sonic 06. You know what? That's the thing. Here's the thing. Webster's in our chat. He just released a great video because like he just he just played it for a couple hours and explained this is why I'm done with it. And I didn't get that mad at it. Like, I definitely had some fun, which we will we'll talk about. There are some stuff in the towers. 
I don't mind. Um, yeah. But he said something while I was streaming the, the game on, on Twitch that first night that has just stuck with hmm. me. And it just made made the most sense in the world to me. Like I've I've been trying to be polite in terms of like trying to compare it on its own terms and understanding because I've said it in my own video. Like I have my own expectations on terms of what this game is going to be like if they just started doing the you're going to like I was going to say, like you can tell right away if this was like, oh, we always intended to have these characters versus, oh, we just listened to the fans and now we're adding them after the fact. That's something and I was saying. Very obvious. Yeah, this, this is very obvious. This is after the fact. This feels... And, Sorry, go on. Well, this is the thing that Webster said to me and just really completely like, oh, shit. That's why. That's why. He just casually said while, while he was streaming, like, you know, like, I, I could go years without touching Sonic Adventure and I could pick it up just fine. But, I, like, I've, I've yeah. picked up... I picked up Frontiers three times and I have to relearn every single time. I'm like, oh... And, Shit. And, and that's yeah. my issue with like because I was talking to you, Nick, the other day about just like I, I feel like scale is an issue. Um and I I understand why there are skill trees. I understand why there's so many goddamn collectibles and uh it's like everything is a scavenger hunt and because of the way that Sonic is formatted, you blitz through the main content so quickly that they have to pad it all out for it to feel like a larger game because that's what the industry demands now. Um, that's why everything feels as bloated and, and tedious as it does. And uh, it's it's sad to me that my impression of Frontiers, because uh, uh, I'm working on a video for, for Final Horizon and I was listening back on my video for the main game just kind of like remember like what my original notes were and like kind of compare how I felt then versus now and I don't feel as positive about this this game as a whole now as I used to yeah I don't either that kind of sucks which is weird because like I just um and I I, I down the first person to say this like this feels like a game that was made for people have touched nothing but this game for the past year but, yeah, and um, those, those are the people on on Twitter that are enjoying this the most, where they're just like, "Yeah, well, this this DLC was was made for the people that that love this uh, this game and have mastered it and poured hundreds of hours." And I said, "No, this this DLC was made for for people who weren't satisfied by the subpar ending of the original." Like, uh, it's yeah, it's cool it's if you want to add. It's cool if you want to add some challenge. Easy mode is fun. Uh, it, it's it's not as easy as the original story was. It's actually got a little bit going on, and I I actually felt compelled and engaged throughout most of my playthrough. Um, but I spent most of my time on hard mode because that's what I played the original game on, and the difficulty modes mean entirely different things between the main campaign and this extra ending. Which... Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, like um, th I, I think the uh, the hard the, the the hardest part of the main game on hard mode is probably easier than the easiest part of Final Horizon on easy mode. Oh, absolutely. Well, and, and there is a there is a thing that they did with the modes in the last update, not this one, that did carry over. Thankfully, for some of the extra challenges here. In the last update, they made it to where hard uh, the difference between hard mode and easy mode on Rhea Island is whether or not there are a bunch of balloons and springs to, to navigate you through it. And Whereas, a little bit more time on, on that perfect parry, which we will have to talk about soon. Yeah, well, I, no, I'm saying the last update, not, not this one. And oh. so in, th in this update with the, the trial challenges, the trial towers, 
they've done the same thing they did with the the retrofixed Raya Island, where if you're if you're in easy mode, there's a bunch of like easy nav stuff around for you, which is great. But there's a I think it was an I think it was Island Two, not Island Two, but um Tower Two of this update where I ran into an issue, and I don't know if you guys encountered the same one. Those purple boxes that you have to destroy with homing attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, those, so yep. those little those little pathways that the purple boxes are on, that they are your... They're not your only way to navigate. I, I did manage to do that with spin dashes and boosts, but they are the only way to easily navigate that section, and once they're destroyed, they're gone forever. Yeah, but they're the only it, way to navigate that section while it actually feels like a real game made by people. Yeah, otherwise it just feels like a bad Mario Maker level. Yeah, yeah, it's like um, doing a tightrope walk as Sonic the Hedgehog. You know yeah. what's fun in Sonic Adventure 1? I went back to replay a bit of that um, mm -hmm. to gather footage, and I was playing uh, Emerald Coast, and... That game, that game is kind of enjoyable to to break in the sense that you can skip entire portions of it by using your spin dash well and everything like that. That said, uh, the level is actually pretty fun to play as uh, play on as normal um, when you're not skipping parts of it. Uh, it's just it's fun to break it for the sake of like speeding past it and like breaking your original time, not to finish it at all. But yeah, you know why that is though. Because the way that adventure is designed, the way that his mechanics are set, you are supposed to take in that environment yeah. and then strategize around that versus this was built off. This is not a foundation. This is breaking apart the boost formula and trying to force it into something that was never built for. And despite the problems that arise from that, it is still fun despite itself because it is still Sonic. And I, again, like the, the problem I've, I've complained about a thousand times is like so much of this environment mm. does not have Sonic in mind. It really doesn't like the spin dash as I'm learning. Like it's it's just pushing more and more towards what I've always wanted from 3D Sonic. And I think that's I think this is a boost game trying to be an adventure game. Yeah. And I think that DLC just keeps confirming that to me. Like I, I keep seeing like all these tweaks and stuff like going towards like Maybe you guys should have just started with an adventure formula instead of just starting with boost and and re trying to like retrofit it. Because yeah. like the best parts of the the for me like the best parts I've had in terms of like uh, gameplay when I am like actually forcing myself to have a you know that first tower I I got problems here and there but like it's at its best when it's as precise as possible which is the point of boost but like you can't open up and really like get that creative when it when it's at its most challenging i think um, looking at aranus island again with all of these new platforms and stuff it looks like a dumping ground and i think that is the perfect kind of visual metaphor for what update 3 feels like it feels like a dumping ground for new ideas a dumping ground for like demos of the next game effectively like hey we're, we're doing a game with new characters here's a demo of that it feels like Sega have basically taken a little box, put a demo for the next game in it, put a new ending for this game in it, a bunch of fan requests, and rather than like implement it carefully, they just took Sonic Frontiers and just chucked the box at it so, full pelt. 
Um, so basically, they went, here's the level design, but we're not going to have an art team work on it. We're grabbing these Unity boxes. Yeah, we just... we're just yeah, going to shove the Unity boxes everywhere. Rather than feeling yeah. like something that has been designed to make Frontiers outright a better game, it feels like they've just tipped all the ideas out in there and hope for the best. And I, I was saying in the chat, I personally think the implementation of this game could have been... They could have fucking released this on a separate disc under a separate name that's in Morse code and released it on a calculator, and it would only be slightly worse implemented than this. Um, and I do, I do want to quickly talk a little bit about the start of the story. Because sure, sure. I think, Nick, you were mentioning that like you thought it was handled quite well. I personally disagree. I don't think that was handled well. I think well, the they, start of it? Yeah. I, think yeah, what, I, I agree. <laughs> what they should have done, I think is once you've beat the game, the base game, a new thing comes up on the menu saying final story. You click on that, it opens with a slight recap of the ending we just had, but then it fades out with Sage being like, oh, that was a possibility, basically. And then we're into the new one. So it actually asserts yeah. what the canon ending is. Because I don't know which ending... We, 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 hang on, hang on, no, 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 no spoilers, no spoilers. I, I wanted to... Uh, I'm not spoiling it, anything, but, I'm just saying, I don't well, know, because this is a new ending for the game. Well, that's what I'm saying is like even that, like, I think we need to save that for a separate story chat later on in the in the thing. Oh, like, okay. that's, an, that's just, an entirely different beast. I'm OK with saving that for the end there, though. I don't think it's a I, I don't think it's a spoiler for the first two minutes of the game. Yeah, because but, you but, before before, like we all go into like each individual character or anything like I've noticed you've had a more positive experience overall. I think you've played this game a lot more than the rest of us have since yeah. its initial release. I mean, yeah, I didn't so, really put it down to the point where I could ever forget any controls or anything, so I've always kind of gone at this with a full understanding of this is how this works. Um, right. And, okay, so part of the reason why I had a more positive experience is I will say this, combat aside, just based on traversal, platforming mechanics and stuff like that, I loved playing as Amy and Tails. I think, you know, if this weren't a combat-centric game, these would be perfectly adequate playstyles. I don't think they should have locked so much behind a skill tree, but they're, they're adequate as far as I'm concerned. I especially really like Amy. I, I'm not sure why they've taken so much away from the Pico Hammer. Like, her main attacks are throwing cards at people. Like, the girl has a hammer. She's got the hammer jump, but she now does it with the cards, which is weird. Um, yeah, strange. Um... Tails, I also just enjoy playing as. Again, combat, he sucks. I think the main thing is here, those guardians out there roaming Oranos Island are designed for you to go in there and do combos and the special attacks, do your loop kick, your spin slash, all that. And these characters don't have anything that's equivalent to that. They just have basic one-two punch. Even fucking Knuckles. And I'll get to Knuckles. I will get to fucking Knuckles. Fuck that guy. But, um... I I'll say this... With Tails, um, there's a lot of exploits. There's a lot of ways you can avoid doing those uh, platform challenges. There was one instance where it was like, I went up to get like, uh, not an emerald, but one of those little Coco tech things. And then the mm. next one was on a platform further away, but it was below me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to fly over to that and not bother with that platforming section. I'm going to do this overhead. I honestly like that kind of stuff. You could call it game-breaking, but I like the fact that... That, that was President Sonic Adventure as well. Yeah, I, I mean... Fine. I like being rewarded for thinking about, outside though. the box. 
Yeah, like was... that's that's kind of what I want from from my open world Sonic game is like, hey, there's a way to do it, or there's this, this, and this way. And I don't think yeah. anything good about Frontiers outside of maybe even the, I mean, maybe the Spin Dash. I don't think anything here that's been like really fun was intentional. Like the rail stuff, I don't think for a moment was intentional. I think that was people like, hey, let's take the tools we have on hand and or, or do our best to have a good ass time with it. Tails, I think it should not. Tails. Tails shouldn't have access to the infinite boost because obviously you can unlock his tornado. <laughs> and if you just get yeah, the infinite yeah, boost thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's exploits, there's, you know, thinking outside the box, and then there's. Fuck it, I'm gonna just get the tornado and go. <laughs> yeah, then, I, there's, I, then there's the Banjo Kazooie flying with infinite feathers. I like having that at my disposal. I won't lie, but it's clearly not designed for this. <laughs> like, it, I I like the. I definitely agree with you on that one. I like Tails's. Uh, I like being able to use the tornado for flight because I, I'm a Sonic Adventure Two fanboy. I like seeing Tails getting his mech again, even if the mech isn't doing anything in combat. Just him having access to it again feels good. Yes. But and and the idea of the mech has limited fuel. That idea appeals to me a lot. But, but the thing is if we do the infinity side loop, there's no longer a problem. There's no there's no there's no limited fuel. Um, I have a question. Out, yeah, outside of uh it was a bipedal mech in Sonic Adventure 2. Why, why is it a bipedal mech when he uses right? it? He does. Why doesn't it turn into a Thank plane you. if he's just going to be flying around in it? I tell you what would be better if Let's if it just it. turned into a bipedal mech. <laughs> like if it just literally turned into the SA2 playstyle with a toggle switch or something. Uh, yeah, that I just if he's going to be flying around, why doesn't it turn into a fucking plane? Like why does it have a transformation mode at all anyway? Fan service because in it. It's nostalgia. <laughs> But oh, fuck no. nostalgia! It, it, I'm sick of it. Well, no, so, Wayne. Fuck so nostalgia. If it's Green Hill, every other nostalgia's fine though. It's it's yeah. nostalgia that's good. But if it's the Pico Pico hammer, we can't have that. No, there's, there's so a lot <laughs> of, and I kind of wanted to see how we felt about just kind of going around table character by character and seeing how everybody felt about each. Are we, um, are we start with Amy then. I was gonna start garbage. with Amy, uh, because I'm like. Did people not like the hammer? Like, what what was the issue with the hammer? Like, why is it all? I'm, I'm, fucked, I, I, I'm tired of denying how mad I am about Amy this year. It, Sick of it. Uh, I I hate her and I hate her in Origins. I hate her here. I hate it. The, Give me my uh, hammer. Give yeah, me my well, damn hammer. The, the hammer. <laughs> what is so goddamn interesting about the fortune cards? Nothing. It's, on the, it's, uh, on the it's one very hand... much an overcorrection. Like, because I remember, yeah. like, about a year ago, I was like, well, actually, more than a year ago. I was like, God, it's so funny, isn't it? How like in the man in the manuals and stuff, they're like, oh, she likes tarot cards, and there's absolutely fuck all evidence of that in the games. Now it's everywhere. <laughs> now it's all she fucking does. Um, yeah, and if, if they want to kind of assert Amy least... as a magic user, that's kind of cool. But I think you need to do more with it than I'm going to consult the cards. Lend me your insight. My my thing is like, okay, so in Origins, and then in one moment in Frontiers there's there's like it makes sense for a second where it's just like oh at the beginning of cd and in origins we see her using the cards to kind of predict yeah yeah that that's just canon that had to be there um or her in final horizon is like using them as a as a means to determine her next step forward i'm fine with that that makes sense i Oh, God, yeah, no. Uh, I was thinking that about, like, this is the thing, is 
Sonic doesn't go when he jumps, does he? He doesn't go when he jumps. So why is Amy going? I'm speaking of it. Real quick tangent though. Every time I hear him make a voice when he just says Roger does his weird creepy, it's always when I'm about to die. I just love what a chuckle fuck Sonic is in the face of like pain. He sounds even older in the fucking nails. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't. So I, I know the, the the tarot cards thing problem, but the the voice acting for Amy, even the ha, ha, every single time she jumps, I don't hate it. I actually really don't hate it. I I don't hate that either. You listen I, to weeb music openly. I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna reveal what this is or where this is, but there's a point in the game where Tails goes, duh. <laughs> it's just so fucking. Funny. I thought he said die like i legit he shows up he looks forward and i could have sworn he says die i wish he and did it would be like, better oh, than jesus christ it'd be better than duh it's like we it's this game it's the fucking this game it's the fucking optimus prime thing uh i'm just expecting tails in the next game to like after he goes on his little soul searching journey he's gonna show up and like he's fighting eggman and he's just gonna be like give me your face you just see like omega just kind of start side-eyeing him like bro that's maybe a that's maybe a smidge too far i tell you what though you're the worst i put stuff in front of the door and she still moved it all aside to get in here good anyway he's a very smart dog good, good um cricket. she's somehow smart and stupid uses her smarts There's... to be stupid is i just i'm making mad let's i complain about tails mech and sa2 i will it plays worse than tails fuck that mech someone has to say it you guys are too nostalgic for shitty mechs i hate it mech was fun mech was fucking gamma, fun you gotta do a mech gamma, and gamma had the only mech. gamma had the only good mech stages in sa1 or two it's all automated shit, Wayne. It's all automated shit. You guys just like the ending. Just like the ending. I want Gamma. Who? Yes. Don't you speak for me. I fucking love those stages. Of course you do. Also, his fucking theme music animal. is fucking amazing. You animal. His music's so good. Um, yeah, like, okay. So I love his music. Stages as well. Uh, on a whole, on I if if this wasn't partly a combat game, I would rate Amy very highly. I I still yeah well, I do for, for traversal. She's fun as fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't like that she's another bit. glider character, though. There was a platforming bit mm -hmm. where I was just doing the hammer, sorry, tarot jump, and um, <laughs> and I was having a whale of a time going from platform to platform. I was like, this is smooth. This is good shit. This is goaded. Goaded with the source. I also like her having a spin dash as well. Like, yeah. that, that was good. Adding a homing attack for her, Good, 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 good shit. I like that the spin dash is actually on the trees for the characters instead of like how it is with Sonic. Yeah, it should have been the Just case. Saying. Like that's the thing is if you had <laughs> unlocked the spin dash for this, it's like, huh, everyone has a spin dash but Sonic. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I've I've heard that you can just get the spin dash if you like go into this DLC without it. Is oh. that can be that can be confirmed by anybody? I I have no idea because I I unlocked the spin dash before going into the DLC. I yeah. I want to know what it's like doing a a full like clean playthrough, playing through the whole game normally, and then just switching over to another story once you get uh to the final island. Um, so you know, okay, you know what? Actually, I got another issue. Oh, oh no way! Yeah. The fact that this exists. Once you reach the final island, means you it means you have to scale those towers twice, and it already felt tedious the first time. 
I thought they were it a is... piece of piss on Rhea Island. <laughs> like, they were very easy oh, on Rhea Island. Oh, they're easy. They're easy. That's not the problem. They're not <laughs> fun. They're they're tedious, and they take too long. They're easy, but they're long-winded. They're, they're bad for the pacing. In a, in a moment of the game where the tension should be ramping up, not spending, like, a fucking half hour going up these boring-ass towers, only for you to now have to go around and go all up, all of them again, only this time, the all physics the sometimes just want to fuck you over and not let you actually get up them. I think that's a perfectly fair point, but... I'm, I'm starting just... to like this DLC less the more we talk about it. I think you're making a fair point, but I'm just going to say I actually really like the towers on Raya Island. They were, like, my second favorite part of the game. I... When I got to Raya Island, I was just like... Oh, this is cool. Okay, rather than the collectathon stuff, we've basically just got a very straightforward Sonic level, but it's just really, really long. I was just like, what okay, drew, I'm fine. With drove that. me crazy though. Like when I actually explored Ray Island, I kept seeing stuff like, oh, this almost would have been the best spot for collectibles. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. The my, uh. my issue is the music on that island too. Again, it's the tension and where it is narratively. It doesn't make sense for the level to take that long. It's like going to the uh to the final fight with ganondorf at the end of ocarina of time but uh uh you're gonna you're gonna have to spend 30 mish uh, 30 minutes in the fishing hole trying to get the hylian roach before you go you know what i mean yeah i guess it, I, i'm I too guess mad at the dlc to even give a shit about ray island right now you <laughs> yeah i my my opinion <laughs> my opinion when it comes to ray island just very very briefly i really like ray island I not just exploring it for music bits after the fact, but also I like the tower sequence. It felt fine to me. It doesn't feel as I, I, I don't agree with it feeling as off the course as you do, Wayne. But that's that's just me. When I got to that moment on my stream, I was like, OK, no, this feels this feels good. Like the tension is ramping up and these towers are like balls to the wall, anxiety inducing. This is exactly what I would expect. I, I think that uh, at least for the narrative focus of the moment, especially since every cutscene is making Sonic limp between every fucking step in that moment, having him go through as many of those towers and having them take as long as they do was was bad. It was bad pacing. So um, I, back to kind of problem with this game. The characters. Back to kind of yeah, yeah. the characters. Knuckles. Oh, I need it. No, fuck. you all need to let my. You need to let me do this for yeah. just a second. <laughs> there is nothing I've wanted more in in my life as a Sonic fan than an open world Knuckles game, and this game did absolutely everything wrong. The, Knuckles alone, and I know I'm being dramatic here, but as soon as I started Knuckles, I was like, I never want Kishimoto to touch this franchise ever again. I want Azuka fired. I want Kishimoto shit canned. I want these idiots off of this franchise i went from like oh this is a good direction to these guys are idiots they don't know what the hell they're doing and i'm i was so mad i was i was beyond mad so like they they released a trailer where they like tease like the different characters and they show knuckles fighting robots you cannot do that in this game you can't do any of that you will get your ass handed to you every single time no matter what you do and it drives me absolutely crazy and then that Clyde, that fucking Clyde. We have a startup animation which has an exploitable glitch exactly like Sonic Boom. Insane to me. Which it's fine. Whatever. And outside of that, like like Stevie and I were talking about it, and she described it best. Like she put it on Twitter. She she's like she just showed a picture of a bus fall like on an icy road falling into a ditch. It's like that's what Knuckles feels like. 
And like, and I was talking to her like uh, while I was playing it, I was yelling just like, "How did they add ice physics to the air?" It's driving <laughs> me crazy. This is this is this is offensive to me. When Knuckles tails too, like th this is all Sonic Three Knuckles when they finally give you like the tails like flight and they let Knuckles like explore, like it opened up the possibility for what a Sonic ca game can be, and since Adventure. Like, like I remember even like when going into adventure, like, hey, how are they going to handle Knuckles? Because he's so freeform and there's so much liberty to what he can do in terms of exploring and traversal and everything that they had to cage him in specifically. My big problem with adventure was like the objectives on hand, not how he played, as opposed to this, where it's like now we can fully, freely open up and do something about it. He's not only more restricted than ever. he he plays like shit. And I looked back at everyone else and I'm, I was like, why are they even here? Who cares? Like they, you, you're just here and people are only okay with it. If it's like, it's acceptable. It doesn't offend me. Or I don't know. Like to me, I was wondering if like Sonic team is once again, just trying to boost up Sonic because all they do is like, ow, the corruption burned me. Sonic's dealing with that. He's such a tough boy. And I felt like all the gameplay was like, wow. Doesn't Sonic play so much better than everybody? Sure does. Sure fucking does. How how does uh how did they manage to make Amy feel better as a gliding character than Knuckles? Than Knuckles does? I don't. I the don't, thing is, I'm I gonna can't. go one further. I agree with everything you're saying about the gliding. I think climbing is even fucking worse. It's, because I, Knuckles yeah. has Knuckles has two defining attributes. Since his fucking debut, Three. he glides and he climbs walls. He also punches things, and he can't do that for shit in this game either. Yeah, I, 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 all of his... I, fuck! I, I, uh, <laughs> I don't understand why they decided that... Like, I, I started playing as Knuckles. The, the gliding felt weird. I was like, okay, cool. I can... I can I can kind of deal with this. I'm sure that this was just a restriction that they decided they needed to have for reasons, I guess. Why am I able to Skyrim walk up every single goddamn surface, yet apparently I can't attach to a single one of them? No, but it gets knuckles. worse, though. It gets so much fucking worse. There's a delay on when he actually attaches to the wall. If you're not holding yeah. forward, he won't actually attach. You'd think if you glide up to a wall with your knuckles out, the knuckles will connect. That's how it works in the previous games. That's how he always... That's rule number one of knuckles climbing. But here, you actually have to break out of the glide in order to guarantee your lock to the wall. Sometimes he bounces the fuck off of it. As soon as he reaches an edge or something, he lets go like a little bitch. And yeah. the, the <laughs> controls invert if yeah. you have the camera up the wrong way, meaning that the fucking... The camera's changing in some of these enclosed areas, meaning that mid-fucking control maneuver, the fucking thing inverts, sending you in the wrong fucking direction. How the well, fuck was, did they get it that wrong? I can deal with the startup animation with the glide. That's the least of my fucking problems. However, I think it was Webster that actually said this. I'm not sure if it was, but I think it was. 
When you're controlling his gliding, it doesn't feel like you're controlling it. It feels like you're suggesting directions for him to go. in that direction. Could you could you please maybe mosey on that one? And there is I like no that everyone's excuse. like reacting to, to Wayne, who perfectly described my feelings in one single <laughs> scream. There is no excuse in the world, in any Sonic game ever, there should never be an instance where Sonic has more combat moves than fucking... Knuckles, the fight in the kid. There should never be a moment where Sonic has more aerial control than Knuckles does. You know what's crazy to me is uh, they basically did a Donkey Kong 64 on everybody's collectibles, like for experience and stuff oh like that. Oh my fucking god. Um, yep. And uh, it it's for a, a DLC that takes place on one fucking island. It is all padding. How does this DLC patch for the ending of the game have padding? And it only uh, it only exists there because Knuckles' little sections with the terribly implemented, like, only walls you can actually climb could be completely circumvented if you just leveled up Tails first and they had, like, a shared XP pool and then you just, like, flew to everything and gathered up all the XP Yes, fun as Knuckles to get to. God! It would also this be cool so if we could. Bad. They have to force you to play as the characters because the characters don't, like, they don't justify themselves. Even more egregious than all of this, maybe. Actually, maybe, maybe not. There's no jukebox mode in update three, so if I'm playing as the. They, about? They're encouraging you to, after the game, go forage the island for hours on end and 100% it all. But, but there's only, only so, like the one music track. Yeah, the, uh, listen, I, I like that music plenty, but like there's only t so many times I can hear fucking let the blood inside you flow, and until it, <laughs> it starts sounding like a fucking working at McDonald's again, hearing the same fucking pop songs on the That's... retail radio. But how the fuck is there no jukebox in this when you that, have that... three minute loops for characters that are designed to forage this island for fucking Why hours? <laughs> Why am I not allowed to listen to Angel Island while I'm playing Knuckles? Yeah, uh, that's yeah. that's another one of my things. Like, I I don't mind the the new character themes. I I think my favorite was Amy's. I fucking hate partially them. just because it, it it just sounded like something straight out of Near Automata. Um, but <laughs> it's nick you're a fucking hypocrite i know what you're into oh um, no, you're not i'm not no in terms of japanese music and shit like that no i hate this cringe shit <laughs> hard i've nick, always tried to it. make me play random fucking bikini games on your switch Mr. And I've seen some music. of the, those I've seen tits. some of those Pop games in your fucking here. Nintendo Switch library. Do you ever, do you ever say, say, am I sitting here worrying about the jiggle physics of Rouge? Hell no. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, you can though. You, you can if you want. Like we could, we could discuss that. That's okay. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I don't have um, a problem with it. So I'm saying. But it, it is a. Uh, I think it's pro. Gotta let that blood flow. You know what I mean? <laughs> <All> the... <God laughs> damn. Let the cum but... inside you flow. The blood's it's, just a boner. You don't need it. Anyway. Regard, regardless of whether or not you like the tracks, though, like, even if you do, they are just so repetitive and they loop so quickly that for the amount of time that you're expected to play as the characters, like, running around, it almost makes it worse that they have, like, vocals in the background. Uh, yeah. It makes it sound more repetitive. It would be more and... ambient if there were no vocals. I could just kind of, like, view yeah. it from that perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and again, I, and... I do like these songs enough. Like, I think they're kind of cool, but like, again, it does not work for a level that is designed to be hunted. God, can you imagine if they if they used the kind of dynamic track thing they do for the 
bosses in the game for this music where if you went through the game if you're if you're on the ground level there are no lyrics and the lyrics only kick in if you're like in the top 80 percent of any of the towers or any of like the shit you have to scale so you only deal with the lyrics for a little bit and also it's like it's like feeling the environment kind of hint to you the music kind of hint to you hey you're getting closer you're getting closer yeah or if it's just like when something particularly cool happens or something like it's yeah. an, an adaptive soundtrack would. Yeah, yeah, just have the lyrics adaptively fade in and out. And that's all you would have to do if you if you're gonna stick us with the one track. Fine. And it, I mean, not mind. fine. Give us the fucking jukebox. Uh, yes, I'm saying if you're going to give us the one track, if you're only gonna yeah. give us the one track, then make that track dynamic. Hell, even in the original run of Frontiers. Before we got the jukebox at all, the music was dynamic based on how far you had gotten in the island. We already I, have a version of dynamic, two versions of dynamic music in this game. I would have endured Knuckles' controls a little bit better if I had been able to listen to Leading Lights while playing as him. It's one of those things where you could take my favorite song in the world, but if it's a three-minute thing and I'm expected to listen to it for hours and hours... It ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna fly. It's gonna become like alarm clock music. If it, if it's not leak spin, I can't listen to it for twenty four hours. Yeah. So how about tails? How do we feel about so, tails gameplay? Tails, I think, is uh, it does lead into like a the one of the most offensive problems I had with this game, and I think this is why I think it's justified to say like this DLC for a lot of people, not everybody. Like pup, I know you've said, and uh, not to. Not to go against your stuff, because I'm interested to hear your stuff still further in terms of like, hey, overall, I had a good time. and I'm, This was a great addition. For me, Tails kind of goes both ways in terms of like, I think oh, I think he's clearly the best of, of the three in a lot of ways, but also points out a lot of issues I had with Pop-Up. Um, Pop-Up <laughs> was always a problem for me, and I wanted them to sort that out before going into this. But yeah. not only is it still here, it is far worse and not oh, just because there's but... new stuff but give two examples here for sonic like a lot of the like the opening map puzzles like they're a lot more challenging this time around one of them you just have five seconds to get from point a to point b to to jump onto a platform mm -hmm. the first time i tried that was the first time in a long time where like i just blasted forward and i lost because suddenly there were blocks in front of me out of yeah. nowhere in but, that oh... short short but little Nick, spot there the, like you the gotta problem... be you gotta be standing on them before they even show up it's not pop-up though it's the ancients cloaking thing. i was about Jeez. to have fucking you guys, say why are you, you guys putting we're, we're gonna talk about we will talk about flynn doing writing away problems i i want to i want to talk about that story-wise yeah just i was gonna say bit. though like it, it's like sega were were there at like sega hq or whatever and like hmm, we, we need someone to address the pop-in with this people have been complaining about the pop-in Get Ian on the phone, rather than actually, you know, getting one of the programmers to fix the uh, pop-in. Yes, and I'm I'm going to get very ob obnoxiously tired of that, because, like, that's been his job for a very long time. This is why he's as talented as he is, but it's not a matter of, like, we built this world based on the lore that we have, that we've been cooking up. It's rather, here's what we put together, Flynn, figure it out, make some bullshit up about it. That's the you thing, guys, is uh... they, they should be hiring him as a writer, but instead they're hiring him as a janitor. They even justify by, by leaks. dash pads. Yeah, that's exactly. But the 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 pop up issue again for tails, especially when you unlock everything, 
like there are so many objectives now like i said like all your level designs in the fucking air except they don't generate any of the the stuff that's in the air so you can't fucking plan a route to to whatever you're getting to you just have to just i don't know level up tails fly towards it there you go and it only adds to the to the dissonance uh yeah sense that um nothing there is its own environment there's an environment and then there's the justification for gameplay just kind of haphazardly dropped on top of it. I get that games in the Sonic series have had just random rails and, and platforms and stuff in the air before, but at least the way they were designed to some visual degree felt like they were part of the level and not just the one asset that gets recycled across every single right. fucking island. Uh, I, um... yeah. rails, rails in Adventure 2 when we first got them, we're always like, these are the railings in the actual city in City Escape, or these are power lines in Final Rush. Like, they're they're always something, whereas here... Like the Sunset Overdrive it. philosophy towards platforming elements. They're in-universe yeah. objects rather than just being, you know, yeah. the things. And the thing is, it can kind of, as I said with the, um, with the update to birthday mode, is that Sonic level design does tend to have a sense of literacy to it. You know, you can read it based on, okay, I know that spring is red, so I jump on that. But, like, there are still ways they could do that. Like, you could have umbrellas with the spring design spray-painted onto it or something. Like, there are ways There's that you a... can work that There's level a... literacy in there. And there was almost, like, an attempt at it in that they made the springs all neon and pink and did that with the dash pads. But it doesn't look congruent with the rest of the level design. And these metal things, it just, it looks, again, like metal assets taken from fucking Unreal 4 stuck into a flat grass map, effectively. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it's fucking amateur, and I think the reality is, when Mario Kishimoto referred to this as a global playtest, he wasn't fucking kidding around. And on one hand, you can see that in any way you can, but the ultimate objective thing is playtesters are paid workers. Playtesters don't pay for the game. <laughs> No, you don't so, do a global playtest at like sixty bucks. It is. My... <laughs> it's confusing to me that they decided to go with the route of generating infinitely more objects into the world when they know they have the pop-in issue, while not simultaneously doing anything to fix the pop-in issue. When we know that modders have gone in and fixed the pop-in in Frontiers already, so we know we both know it's possible, and know they exacerbated the problem. Which is a it that's a confusing combination of things for a game dev studio to do. And we also mentioned that there's only two consoles in which this update is actually playable, because it, it's not playable on Switch. Absolutely not. Yeah, on Switch it's completely unplayable because like when you get to like one of the towers, the frame rate drops down to literal five. And on Good PC, God. the Denuvo is just having sex with this game. Like I've it, seen gameplay of a person on like a proper gaming PC. That was running at like fucking twelve frames per second while they were inside. Didn't the I didn't have I, I didn't I have had, frame rate issues. I had okay. no frame rate issues at all, and I played the game entire. I played the game on my my desktop PC, and I played it on my laptop afterwards. Okay, and I, I will, had no frame rate problems. I I will still say I do agree with Pep in the sense though that Duenvo is a fucking plague, and that we got to stop fucking shoving that into into our games. Yeah, Duenvo needs to fuck off. That's uh, also why I'm like. A got some heat from very defensive Sonic fans. Like, like I'm just like very tired of what Sega does behind the scenes. 
because like um uh like i tweeted just about how like pissed i was that sega is you know announcing like all of these layoffs the same day that the dlc3 was was dropping just because they knew it'd be distracting i had so many people being like uh sonic team is a different thing like nobody i'm complaining about is making those decisions like like i don't know like I'm like Sega. What was the point I was getting at here? Like in terms of Denuvo and everything, like they they still do this shit. Like even like when they they feel like they're doing like something nice from the community, like oh they removed it from Mania, nice. It's in every other game since then though, and they just keep doing it and they just stop caring. I had someone telling me also like oh uh, the pop in is Insta LOD's fault, and I'm like it doesn't matter. Like Sega published the game, they can go to Insta LOD and be like fix it. Yeah, yeah. And like again, the the baby gloves that people give give to Sonic Team and Sega is a uh, it's a little embarrassing. We we need to. I think I think as a community, we need to all come together and recognize that even for things that we love, especially for things that we love, because I, I I may have seemed very negative during this towards this update for a lot of stuff in this update. I actually overall love this update. I yeah. I do, and I love Frontiers. I think games in general especially sonic games would be in a healthier spot if instead of accepting whatever random shit a company wants to throw <laughs> at them sonic fans would accept that hey if you love something enough it is okay it is more merited to criticize it harder because you want it to succeed more you don't have to use the baby gloves because you like it the fact that you like it is the exact reason why you shouldn't be using the baby gloves well actually gilly and i i like Poppin, and i hope they bring it back what i what? why did i call you gilly you're surest i don't i don't, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> i think it's because <laughs> i think it's because i had that joke with gilly at one stage when he was making fun of me <laughs> for being like oh but the Poppin. i was like i get it gilly you like Poppin. I my my thing is like uh, a common rebuttal that it, a bunch of people keep like going back to is like oh my god Sonic fans are so ungrateful look and play about everything I'm I'm happy that we got this update like I'm happy that we got it at all a lot of studios would not have fucking bothered that does not mean it's immune from criticism and another thing is the the problem is not so much just the content within this update I think that this is actually really well done for what it is. That being said, I do think it really strongly highlights a major issue with the game at its core. And I think that uh, it, it's more telling of how mismanaged the entire project was that an update like this ended up the way that it did. Uh, yeah. It would have been uh, like this would have been the ideal scenario actually no the ideal scenario would have been if this had just been in the fucking base game to begin with but again that just goes to show like this has been a mismanagement thing uh it, it's not just this update the criticisms are not just alone to oh hey we got like a free uh dlc to help wrap things up and and uh, address some criticisms like again that's cool i appreciate that the pro problem still stands and it is only more widely highlighted because of of this attempt to fix things that shit was broken it's weird to me I'm, I'm not going to i'm not going to give any of those kid gloves this fucking sucks they did a shit job anyway sorry go ahead i was going to say it's so on the on the last time we talked about the just the pop in thing for frontiers just the the last point i wanted to make on that it's weird that for me the pop in blended into the background after a while it just became a it became a thing i didn't notice and then in this update, somehow magically, I noticed it a whole fuck ton more. 
it's because this one, <laughs> like, revamped Oranos is, like, because before it was just, like, an island with a few spaghetti fucking, um, spaghetti things in the sky. Now it's got the asset dump. a few uh, platforms and stuff. This one is the most platform heavy, which is a step in the right direction, but it's it, also going to exacerbate the popping problem. I, I will say I'm... I have enjoyed, despite the despite the poppin', despite the unity asset dump that is the level the uh, the level geometry. I have actually really enjoyed playing a Sonic game that understands finally for the first time in a while that it is in fact a platforming game. Yeah, like uh, I, there's I, I have a lot... enjoyed that. Mm, there's a lot here I that agree. I think is a step in the right direction. In that, like they've. They've gone a lot less hard with the automated elements this time, which yeah. does make it a mean that you need to be more precise with things. Um, it also means that you, as a game designer, need to be more precise with your. Yeah, yeah I, I would be. I would be cool with that if the uh, if the inputs actually matched up with the outcome. Yeah, I agree. Like that's I'm I'm right there with you, Wayne. Like the the from what I got from this DLC was they listened to fans without ever understanding what the fuck they were putting together. This is a terrible platformer. This is awful. There's no drop shadow. You have to fight the camera the whole time. You have to tweak with the fucking physics to make it work the way you want it to. And then it just demands that you do be as precise as fucking possible near the end there. I, I think this is a it fucking is terrible, the, the terrible fact that you can, thing. The fact that people keep going back to, oh, you can go into the settings and tweak the, the physics and everything. How about making the default physics fucking good to begin with? Like, I, Jesus um, Christ. Yeah, I had I, to, um, I, there was a cyberspace stage where I had to switch off auto break. Well, switch oh, on auto fuck break, the cyberspace stage. Fuck the cyberspace stage. I, I, I am to yeah. death. Okay, this is pretty interesting. Are in this update? Because I they are. God awful. Are you kidding me? really enjoyed the ones in this update. The I'm objective? not going to lie. So the objectives of the original one, what made them work together was you can do everything in one go. It's like Sonic R in kind of that way. There are objectives here that will kill your uh, other objective. Like if you're racing tails and you run into one of those stupid fucking animals, you're done. Mm. You're done. It's terrible. Yeah, just, there's popping. Fucking... There's fucking popping in cyberspace now. Fuck them. So Fuck okay, them to death. let me. So for my for my for my playthrough of the cyberspace stages, my my favorite one was the one that everything looked very very beehivey. I felt like I could. Oh yeah, the rocket go... boost one. I enjoyed. Was that like Lost World? Was that a Lost World level? It um, felt like a Lost World. Yeah, level, but no, it's it was not. drawing some I'm inspiration from it. Galaxy. I guess, but um, <laughs> so they're not far off. Yeah, no, that stage, <laughs> the cyberspace stages we have here, it's funny because cyberspace stages were remixes of, like, existing stages. Now we've got cyberspace stages that are remixes of cyberspace stages. But, um, it, it was a 1-4 remix, and I think, I don't doubt that they probably had some influence from the Lost World stage, but, um, it's a different layout entirely. So, my experience playing through the cyberspace stages has been 110% ignoring the side objectives. I've been... I've been playing this in the only way I possibly could enjoy Shadow the Hedgehog, which was pretending nothing else existed and just running to the end. That a has been enjoyable. A ignoring elements of it doesn't make it good. Understandable. I'm I appreciate level design. I mean, like, I appreciate the nostalgia behind some of this, right? Like, some of it reminds me of, like, the Lost Chow from SA2, or, obviously, the race with Tails is just a reverse of Tails Racing Sonic from SA1. Mm -hmm. Also acknowledges that dark reflection of Tails that you mentioned. Um... That's in, true. In Chaos Island, <laughs> so that's kind of cool. That's very true. Um, 
so for me, the cyberspace thing is, I think it depends if, like, as you guys said, you can't just do it in one run-through this time. Yeah. I, I don't... Like, you cannot. I, I don't have an issue with that, as far as I'm... I don't think it has to be that way. It would... I don't know, I'm kind of okay with the idea of different purposes and stuff being in there, giving different reasons to revisit them and just explore every nook and cranny of these new stages. And I do like that they've opened them up a bit as well. I think having them all be in the sky makes them a little bit bottomless pit heavy, which I'm not fond of. Um, That's one of my major issues. Like, there's uh, one and where especially it's... since the fuck that... the spin dash for the cyberspace levels, there I would be cannot a... tell you yeah. I how many different... times I got killed. I yeah, I would have a different. I would like like Puff. I'd be like I'd have a different like out view on it. Like I'd still say like this is a step back from how they were designed. I feel like they should have just taken that same basic idea from the original cyberspace and improved upon that first instead of like just doing completely different shit. Because again, my problem comes in when I run into a different objective and it ruins the objective I've been trying to obtain. That's fair. Yeah. That's I, I didn't experience. Design. Yeah, I didn't experience that myself, but yeah, you did. So like that's completely my, fucking valid. But I, I like these ideas though. I really do. I also just I like the layouts of these levels. Like I've generally like Suris said, I've generally just gone for, okay, let's see if I can S-rank these things first. And doing it that way, I've been like, ah, these are some of the better cyberspace stages in the game, I think. You know, as in terms of in terms of raw level design, they feel really, really solid. They're very fun to blitz through. Another thing and I love the is... The side mission shit is, is dumb. Another thing I really love is... I think the side mission stuff could be good, but it, again, implementation needs to be better. Not those and animals. It's, Absolutely not the animals. I like the, animals the idea. Suck. I think the, the animals thing would work better if there were just animal capsules littered throughout the level that you could just jump on and then free them. Like they did in Sonic mm. Forces. Like yeah. they did in Sonic 4. Now that's like, a like, fucking sentence. Like if they functioned in, in literally any fucking Sonic game before them. I I just... I, I, I still, I, I'm still going to push against a little bit. Like, I don't know about the overall... Like, I have to go through the rest of them. I haven't... Again, I've not completely beaten this, but the first one I unlocked was a chemical plant one, and I had no idea where I was going because the camera would just force itself onto, like, an upper path. So, like, I was on a lower path, and, like, all I could see was the ground of the upper path. Or there was pop-up right in front of me. Or, because everything is so fucking busy, I don't yeah. know what the fuck I'm doing. It was, also, there was um, one, like, chemical plant-inspired cyberspace stage that, like, I don't know what the hell they were doing with the, the layout, but it felt like the pathways were just going off in whatever fucking direction. And I kept dying because I couldn't tell which way the... Like, which that direction the they wanted one. me to go in. That might have been the same one. Something yeah, uh, that yeah. also caught me a little off guard was... Cool that there's camera control in cyberspace. Now, that should be a good thing, but there's nothing to tell you which way forward is if you've, um, if you use the if you've reconfigured yeah. the camera. So, and, and to kind of go back to, like, uh, how busy they are, it's so impossible to tell, like, what's an actual pathway and what's just fucking, like, nonsense cluttering up the background. Again, it feels like we're playing a prototype for the next game rather than something that actually belongs here, you know? And that's my problem. Ultimately, that is my problem. Like, what I wanted from these updates was, like, hey, and they did some of this. I think update two is still my favorite of the updates so far. But, um, like, my, my problem was, like, none of this feels like a finished game. It just feels like this was not even the beta testing. It feels like a like a proof of concept. Does and they just kept very, adding like, more concepts. I just... Ugh. 
Oh, and I was Stevie to feel gaslit by Twitter over this DLC. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, again, I still generally feel more positive, but there, there is one that was a complete pain in the cock, and this was the one where I had to turn auto break back on because even though we kind of disagreed on it, Nick, like you know me, I, I like having auto break switched off. I like just pulling back sure. on the analog stick to stop and stuff like that because that sure, just sure, feels sure. more sonicy to me. But there was a point in a cyberspace stage um where there's it's one that's in a city and it's daytime and there's just boxes fucking everywhere everywhere you look boxes 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 and they're not very big boxes and you have to platform on these boxes and stuff and they're tilted slightly as well so you've got to kind of try and oh, is that the is that the city level yeah, as I mentioned, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, fuck that thing. And it's one of those things where generally I haven't always agreed with your point of like, I don't think these levels are designed with this gameplay in mind. But here I was definitely feeling that. I was like, okay, yeah, no, that that's yeah, absolutely. Like, these are not designed to have slider controls on these particular levels here. Um, Cyberspace again, like it did in the base game for me, feels like turning on a different game for a bit. And I do not like it. I tell you what, the anti-gravity level was fun as fuck. Oh, God. That was my first one, and I fucking hated it. I, I loved that I, one. I hated an essay, too. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy that when I come across it. Um, also, I, uh, you hate Cosmic Walk? Yes, I hate most of SA2. There's a there's yeah. a level in there that I'm interested to hear you guys' thoughts on. Because I think they, again, are showing us a prototype of a potential new mechanic. Because it has a completely different boost mode in this level. In that it, it, you get a new UI and stuff, and basically, oh, it's that's a... so fucking annoying. Why can't the game play the same between level to level? Well, again, I think they're just being like, okay, we're going to a digital dimension. The rules can change, and I'm kind of game for that. I just wish they'd done that earlier. That's um, fucking stupid. I almost used a very bad word. Just, that's stupid in terms of game design. Like this is like what what's driving me crazy is like we've seen better terms like open open gameplay, Sonic and adventure. And then we saw just better boost gameplay in fucking generations. The stuff they keep taking the assets from. It it and all just feeds in. Sorry. Well, yeah, the, the new boost mode is a fucking advanced two-style boost where you just got to keep on moving, basically, and then yeah. your boost improves. And I was like, that's interesting. I could kind of get down with that if that's something they want to try. But um, a really interesting part is that they designed this level with the spin dash in mind, but not quite how you'd expect. If you try to spin dash to exploit... They call in a drone strike on you, and you just get what? shot out what? of the sky. That's what? Funny. Yeah, you get you get I shot by a missile off screen if you try to exploit it. That's this is that's so silly. That's really I funny. I I yeah. I, so the, the my main issue with this DLC, it's so weird to think that like I did still leave it ultimately happy. I do think over the course of this discussion, I've liked it less. Um, there, for me, there was one element that was carrying the whole thing. I would have been much more down about it if it weren't for this one element, and we'll get there when we get there. My, my main issue, and this existed in the base game, but it feels like it's gotten worse here, and it's from each cyberspace level. It's from cyberspace versus the main gameplay. It's from the fact that this is like a Sonic game that penalizes you for using the spin dash, which is one of the most iconic abilities in in uh, Sonic's arsenal since you know the early days. It's all just one word, and it's dissonance. It is all dissonance, and it I feel that so fucking much playing Frontiers. 
Yeah, there's a lot of like, I, what I, can we do here without yeah. really thinking what should we do with this gameplay. Yeah. I I don't know if I feel the same way where the spin dash is concerned. Do, what outside of like, here's a drone strike that ruins your ability to do spin dash exploits like you could do in every other game. What moments have you had where the spin dash has actually like felt that way? This is gonna sound really, really fucking petty. Um, <laughs> then so, I'm all for it. I was. It probably is petty, but it bugs me, and it doesn't feel right. Is when I, because uh, I, I fucked off with the like I did the battle rush uh, challenge when that update came out, and I s ranked everything. I, I didn't fucking bother with the cyberspace stages. I didn't like them in the main game, and I did not like the idea of having to blitz through every single one of them, trying to S-rank every single one of them yeah, back to yeah. fucking back, especially when you got to restart from the beginning. Um, but if you use the spin dash, it, it penalizes you. It doesn't, like, harshly, it's just, it's just a little red tick that just says, hey, you did it. You just didn't do it right. Oh, right. They do the little asterisk. Yeah. I... That and I again, it's petty. That. I despise that stupid That's little. Not mark. petty though. I think that is showing just two very different ideas in terms of what we're trying to build in terms of a game, and those ideas clashing violently against each other. You, you know and that's funny? been my problem this entire game. What am I betting that? Sorry, that little uh, that that little asterisk they put on those levels. It doesn't just happen when you spin dash. It also happens if you use any air boost exploits. Oh fuck! If, oh, I, I I'm dead serious. Any any time you use what the game developers would consider an exploit, the only one I can think of is the there's a you can do a homing attack and then you air dash after the homing attack and it lets you rocket through the uh, the air. If you do that <laughs> maneuver, they will put that tick on your your timer to be like, hey, you did it. But so like that's been in the game for a while and it was bullshit when they did it before the spin dash, and it's bullshit to do it after the spin dash. I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I, there's This game has heights. Um, I think my, my issue is that it's just like, the more I take a step back from it all, the more I realize the, the heights are carried by spectacle they're carried by musical motifs they're carried by really fun visuals and some clever writing from ian the gameplay is always the downside for me with this game and yeah. that sucks feels wrong that's my top priority for sonic that's all i ever wanted and when i see the praise from folks that are enjoying parts of the dlc it's the stuff that's like starting to lean towards the idea of what i think a lot of us were always hoping for when it came to sonic in a 3d space like, I, I want to see the actual environment utilized. And, like, people are loving the spin dash because it's allowing you to launch off of things. It's allowing you to do things that it really should have done. And, like, I think it's really kind of brilliant that, like, like in hindsight now, right, like, the boost keeps you magnetized towards the ground versus, you know, what, what the spin dash does. But I also think that those ideas still kind of clash together in really ugly, violent ways. Like, I really wanted a more open Sonic, but, like, everything this game does is, like, there's brilliance in its own little categories. There's some brilliance in, in the combat, even if it's not perfect. Like, it makes sense for Sonic. And there can be brilliance in, like, the more linear design in terms of the cyberspace, and it can be brilliance in terms of the joy of movement in the open world. But when you bring these elements together and put it together in this game, 
it clashes. And the flow state that Sonic is famous for is gone. It does not merge into one another. These ideas don't carry into each other. A game like this for me is like what we talked about with Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, where the the combat and the movement need to be married into each other if you want it to truly feel like a Sonic game. Where like I'm running by an enemy and I can quickly do like a thing, and maybe that like carries into like a bit of momentum that jumps me off to like a like a half pipe. Something like that, you know, like marry all of those elements into each other as opposed to this is Okami. Mm -hmm. Celestial brush, isolated bits of combat. It's Okami. Um, Another game that I think that worked. Another game that I think is is really good in its own right. Uh, Leagues better than Frontiers, but uh, still also suffers from overextending itself. In a, a lot of different ways. But I still think Okami had a clear vision of what it was. And the and downsides are like, what? It, it just lasts too long more than anything yeah. else. <laughs> and, and, and if anything, uh, that, that clear, coherent vision is certainly something this game does not have in the slightest. Mm-hmm. But there are still bits of brilliance. And I think this is why I praise Ian Flynn as much as I do. Like, he looks at all these different things. And he did this with the comics. I've said it a thousand times. I didn't like the Freedom Fighters growing up. Uh, Pup, you put a great way of describing it when you were kind of going through some of those stories, like mm-hmm. like the the magic and myth of it all. Like that seems to be like a big grounded element of Mobius. It's like that doesn't really vibe for your vision of Sonic, and I would agree. Like that's that shouldn't be like the primary focus in terms of what I want from Sonic. But what I loved about his storytelling in those days was like you could cl- tell like he loved the games, but he also loved whatever the hell Sad AM and, and Archie was doing. And as the stories carried on and like Sega put more and more mandates on, he married those ideas together and said, hey, no, this all can still work with a little bit of creativity. Like he he thrives in his board, his boundaries that are set up for him. He sees the rules set in place and then he builds upon those. And I think he does that in terms of narrative. And do you guys want to kind of touch on that a little bit as we kind of lead into like the final tower and all of that i guess we can move into the spoiler section now can't we i think think we we i think we probably should okay yeah because we're about an hour and a half in now um so um the towers are another thing where i feel like they were lacking in fucking common sense (laughs) i think it could have all been done so much more smoothly than it was the master king challenge is too much like it's offensive even In easy mode, that is the best way to play it because you don't have to do the fucking frame-perfect parry, but it's mm-hmm. still too dialed in. It's dialed in a little too high. Now, don't get me wrong. I can get enjoyment out of it. I've got to a point now where I can reliably play through that and succeed now. In easy mode. Yeah. Fuck hard mode. I think I think I finally did too, and there is a satisfaction like mastering that. Yeah. But and, and Pup, do you, can you put spoilers on the screen? Just like the word spoiler somewhere? Uh, it's in the title of the episode. Okay, fair enough. Um, um, so I, yeah, I, I need to mention that. I need to mention that. That was the single worst part of this DLC for me. I hate boss rushes to begin with in terms of like like main storylines and stuff like that. And I've been trying to see this as like an alternate path. Like you can go into a warp ring and then like you're you're in like the hard mode to unlock the true ending. And I wonder, and I'm going to sit on this for a little bit before I put in the video. Cricket, stop it. I'm going to put this, wait for this until I feel like feel about it like in terms of like okay if this was like an unlocked hard mode would i feel better about this but ultimately boss rush mode 
I feel needs to be a separate thing in general. The thing is, it was this so... actively ruined my favorite part of the base game. Yeah, it it's... ruined. It. I-, I was like Oranos Island and Chaos Island shaking hands and having the most annoying roadblock be- before the end game battle. Um, so but like... the thing is, again, it was so easy to get this right, actually. So, tower number one, you had, could have had it so you fight Giganto for that, but you have to do it with only 50 rings, or something like that. That way you don't have to repeat all three bosses again. Then second one, Wyvern. Third one, Knight. Fourth one, I don't know, maybe Supreme or so. Or maybe just have three towers. Maybe just have three of them, instead of five. I would have been... So, I, 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 feel, I feel weird. I absolutely adored the boss rush. I do too, I, but it should be a separate I, option in a separate menu. It shouldn't be a plot requirement, you know? I I enjoyed the game literally going like, hey, before you can continue, prove to me that you can do these bosses in a way that you haven't before. Like, I, I didn't realize... I could Prove to me that to... there's only one fucking way to beat these bosses. Prove to me that there's only one way to do this. Prove to me that the worst part about it is everything that I was enjoying. The spectacle of it all. You're standing next to Wyvern like you're a fucking scuba diver next to a goddamn blue whale. Let him finish, Nick. You're going to have a conniption. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway. (laughs) Fuck. Fuck the Wyvern. (laughs) Learning learning how to do Wyvern in in basically a single pass not counting the moments where it forces you to change sequences because you've, you know, you've hit him to, to the point where he's going into phase two. Learning how to beat Giganto with literally just 50 rings. Like Giganto. Killing, killing that boss in such, a, in such a short amount of time just to buy yourself the time you need for doing the night fight and just having to learn on the night fight. I had, I had no idea during the night fight, the first time that I played it, I just kind of like just went through it with my eyes closed almost, but having to actually pay attention, like, okay, this is the missile pattern. This is the shit I got to dodge. I have to hit him at this angle. So he doesn't just block it with the sword. Cause I need to buy damage off of this. Like having to actually think about all of that stuff constantly. in every one of those fights, having to aim myself at the missiles for the wyvern fight to guarantee that I would be able to parry one towards him having to constantly think about all of that during those fights made those fights way more enjoyable to me than the original runs did and it it feels weird because objectively it's bad it's really really not great but personally I enjoyed every second of that boss rush I think there's like a a middle ground here because I do get what you're saying, Sirius. I enjoyed it from the perspective that after it was done, after I'd finally done it, it felt amazing. I felt like a ninja. But again, it shouldn't be a mandatory roadblock for the new final boss, which let's face it, was the main appeal of this for a lot of people. Um, easier is easier than the the actual rest of the boss rush well it's it's simply due to like how much of it there is though it's one of those things where we'll get into it but um no it's easier than just wyvern by itself i i hear me out you'll hear me out when we get there but um yeah because i have notes on the boss rush too this boss rush should have been fucking right there with you stevie fucking god i love having a fucking developer friend anyway (laughs) i love the way she says it Sorry, go ahead, Bob. This boss rush should have been <laughs> behind a separate menu on the title screen. Boss rush mode. You do it, and you unlock something cool. 
you know, and maybe have options. Mm-hmm. See if you can beat them all with 300 rings next time. Win something else, you know, like these could be I... unlockable skins that could be of really like niche Sonic stuff. You know, imagine if, you know, beat the boss rush with only 250 rings and you unlock, I don't know, fucking USA classic Sonic skin or something. That would be fucking I can... awesome. I guess I can I can understand that. What I'm in in my head, my personal enjoyment of the boss rush is married to the rest of the gameplay but what i'm what it seems to be is the the consensus from a lot of other people is that they're not necessarily offended by the boss rush itself they're offended by where it is which is an obstacle for completing the actual game itself. no well, point I'm, i wanted to uh, i'm not even there sorry go ahead bob a point i want to pull up from webster in the chat here is he said requiring a perfect parry is anti-accessibility it excludes kids people with motor issues and those with delayed reflexes or hand-eye coordination now yeah, I fully agree with that. Yeah. What they needed I... to do was because the thing is, there is a solution. There's easy mode. Easy mode restores the original. Pa- well, not the original. It's like half the length of the original, but it's still workable, you know? Like, that much more workable. Off so much, though. Now, the thing is, they should have made that clear going into this, that this was serving as kind of a hard mode. The difficulty uh, toggles in... Final Horizon operate completely differently to what they do in the main game. Like, there's no point in the main game where it's like, oh yeah, if I press easy mode, it's going to change the parry. Like, no, that doesn't work that way. They need to communicate that better or implement it better. The thing is, they did this in response to people saying, we want a timed parry for the game. So why not just put a fucking toggle switch for a time parry in the options menu instead of this bullshit? Not to mention, a frame-perfect parry doesn't fucking work on these boss fights because the telegraphing is, like, long windows of telegraphing. And that, that is my I, main issue. I think the yeah. worst part of the entire boss rush is the perfect parry because the uh, every enemy uses a different visual language to telegraph its attacks, and it is damn near impossible to figure out where the fuck they expect you to think that the attack is about to connect. That's the thing I... is they have a charge up and during that time you're supposed to hold down your parry to give you that window of time basically. Because that's what the game fucking trains you what to is, do. Yeah, that's yeah. how the design works. There's there's no, okay, one second to go indication. The Wyvern is fucking impossible for that. Well, nigh yeah, on anyway. I... I know some people have done it, but... The Wyvern has so much charge up for his attacks that it's difficult to necessarily gauge them with even the normal parry. But here on, it's just on, insane. On, on hard mode, I got down Giganto. I got down the missiles for the Wyvern. I not once figured out what the moment was, and I tried so many goddamn times to figure it out. Not once was I able to actually predict where the game thought the the claw was about to hit me because it was in nowhere near where it looks like it's about to hit sonic had i not watched some of tails's channel's live stream just because i was feeling a bit stumped i i wouldn't have known that you could just flick it to easy mode to turn that off you know like yeah. you shouldn't have it's to still you shouldn't challenge. have to no you shouldn't have it's to because... a fucking challenge Even with auto auto and everything on there it's fucking it's tough i i will say once i switch it to to easy mode i had little to no issue yeah, I find um, easy mode is at least fair, but easy mode feels like the, the it's way still a roadblock. To be. It's yeah. still a roadblock, but easy mode I think is just much fairer. I was able to do it yesterday with like forty-five rings in hand, so like it's absolutely doable in easy mode. 
I was hard mode. I, was I just fucking, I can't be fucked, you know. And I, I think was fucking stoked when I managed to get the wyvern down with two hundred twenty rings still left. I was like, oh, thank fuck, I can do the next one. It felt I, like random. It felt random as fuck to me. Like my bigger problem is like the that parry is a problem because the game wasn't designed for it. I do think there's something again narratively on paper. I think it's really, really clever. Be like the trials for Sonic are like subtly saying with each one of them, each tower is like you are mastering this one thing. And yeah. I think that is beautiful and it's brilliant. It's a problem when the base game was not designed around this and never taught you anything about it. And now you're put into boss fights that weren't designed with that in mind. My bigger issue with it outside of the parry being being a pain in the ass because eventually I got it down is how much time it wastes in in terms of other things where I don't feel it's fair. Like hmm. Giganto, for instance, a lot of the problems I had were like figuring out when is it okay to like, you know, put a put this particular combo on him? Because like if I do use the side loop on him, he'll be stuck in the air. But if you side loop at it too soon to the middle of his bar, he's just going to take all of your attacks mm -hmm. and, and just never move, never move. But you're still going to lose rings. Yeah, you I just think have to wait freezing, for the game to catch up for you. Freezing the boss's health bar for the sake of a QTE is just a bad thing. And then I don't know when he's going to like do like his laser beam attack. Because if you do a side loop right before he does a laser beam attack, cuts it off. Like your side loop, like that bar is gone, you're done. You're just punished because the game wanted to do a, a, a cool little thing. And they do that with Wyvern all the time. Like I was I was asking about. Here's what I do like in terms of like old school challenge is like having to chat with my buddies in terms of like, hey, do you got any strategies and shit like that? Like I had I had some fun with that, but like, like yeah, I was telling yeah. you yesterday, my my challenge wasn't like even the parry. Like I even got the parry down at that point. Again, easy mode. Like they they do a decent job with that. The noise at the very least, like that little shh yeah, yeah noise. I mean, but I was... sorry, going. But like my problem was like he just like it wasn't consistent every time it's a different thing that was happening there where i'd be like all right punch 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 get a side loop on him chain him up breaks out immediately and i have to do another uh, another block and if i do that block then suddenly we're either way like i'm going back through the fucking loop of missile dodge dodge hit him again like i just felt like i was punished no matter what the fuck i was doing and i felt like i just got lucky my last time around where i was like okay there isn't any random fucking delays I hate the wyvern so much. It's, I hate it so it's much. Easier to get down a perfect parry in fucking revengeance. Yes. I, I. One thing I will say is like speaking of what you were saying about strategies, I was saying to my roommate last night. One thing I can appreciate is the fact that this DLC has given us a water cooler moment where we come together and like. So, uh, how do you do this then? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's been yeah. a while since I've had that from a video game or at least a wow. Sonic game anyway. So I'm pretty wow. happy yeah. to have that. But like. Again, that's for easy mode. Perfect parry is something I rule out, and if I'm ruling out a gameplay feature that you've implemented, that's, uh, I mean, while that is my decision, I, you know, there's probably a good reason for it, you know? Um, there's, there's a few things I would have done to improve the boss rush. So, my thing, I, I also like a, a good boss rush in a game. Um, I do not, I don't think I've ever liked it in the way that it was implemented here, though. And there's a couple of ways I would have gone about improving it. 
Uh, first of all, uh, change the environment. Make them yes. hologram versions. I mean, uh, for fuck's sake, in the previous yeah. <laughs> one, they had the fucking um, East Asian-inspired backdrop with the red I pillars. Did just use that room! Just yeah, use yeah, yeah, a yeah. version of that room. Yeah, like, I, that's, and, yeah. yeah. Like, that's yeah. the thing, is that would at least make it feel less like reused content, which is exactly it's, what this is. And and with the wyvern, like just like have have like transparent holograms of the the terrain or something as it's like zooming around. I don't care. I don't need to see the whole island again. I've played that fight. I've been there. It's uh, and I've it's, seen uh, it. Yeah. Second. <laughs> uh. Second. Uh. Just be supersonic the entire time. Fuck getting the emerald on on top of its head. Skip that whole portion. I, I it's a waste of goddamn not, time. I do not see the reason why they made us repeat the scaling sequences. The, it, that it, broke me the first time before I before I did the block with uh with the knight. Like having like the the wyvern's the hardest part. Yeah. And then like losing my rings after like forgetting like like there's waves of spikes when he drops his arm broke me. It fucking broke. Yeah, me. I broke my roommate. I I heard a moment of intense gamer rage coming from that room. Oh yeah. Fortunately, I, uh... like I, being the sad fuck that I am, that plays mods and shit, have been able to clock loads of time in on these titans just because I've been playing like you know Titan replay mods and stuff like that. So yeah. I I'm fully aware of how to get over those things, but they didn't take into account that the average player can't even fucking do that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> even if My, they do want to replay the Titans officially, they're walled behind combat challenges, you know? And, and that's the main thing. That's the dissonance, is that the, the game doesn't teach you how to, how to do all of this. If it was an extra challenge mode, that's one thing. If it's required to beat this, this version of the ending, that's a problem. Because oh, the, the Trial 2 is so bad, dude. Holy shit. And, Trial 2 is fine once you know it, but then it is boring after that, and it's like... Uh, it's, uh, so it's, ah. it's bad on one end and bad on the other. It's bad. Yeah. When I did Trial 1, I was like, this could have just been one of these onion boys with a smaller timer, because... Yeah, just do one. Yeah. At, at most two. Doing four? I, I don't know what the fuck they were that's thinking. that's the thing, is once you know what to do, fucking piss easy. But there's, like... there's not... Yeah, like, there's not a, uh, a minimum... Uh, time you have to hit on the timer just put two of them down there and then uh, you know make a, a shorter time constraint yeah and there is so a cool those... like you know you you learn the strategy is like you know fucking run away from them let them throw their onion skin at you fucking hit them parry hit them parry hit them that's kind of cool and rewarding but like again four of them four really i i didn't even i i was not able to manage those ones that way at all i could not integrate the parry into that fight. I mm. had to Siloop one, hit it twice, and then immediately stomp. For That's what I did the first time, damage. but I found a mm. better strategy. Yeah, yeah I, I, I stood a far enough away away for him to uh, throw the disc at a, enough of a distance that it gives you way more time to actually like get a few hits in between the parries. Yeah, and then you just keep uh, parrying the disc as it and comes then back at you. And then it's easy, but then again, it, it's tedious and boring, so it's it's a problem all around. You also kind of have to estimate the... the timing as well, because the disc is off-screen for most of it. Yep. Yeah. Those, those would have been the main ways that it would have uh, done the boss rush, is just, like, skip those skip the those sections, do it all in one just giant version of that, that room, uh, and then, like, don't have the, the wait time between them. Like, as soon as one is, is done, have the hologram disintegrate, and then, like, load in the next one. It's... Yeah. It, and then just have the the uh, the thing play out as as is. I I'm sure that there's something in there that would have made that a little more complicated than how I'm, I'm making it sound. But you, it would have really really improved this boss rush. I think as it stands now, it really is just kind of like moving the goalpost for the uh, for the fight. 
and just being like, hey, here's this mechanic we never taught you how to master, and you have to have it down fucking pat to get through this. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. All this would have been fine in a polish game. I just wanted yeah. them to polish, and they just <laughs> kept adding, 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 adding without polishing anything. Imagine if the perfect parry had been timed with like, okay, so that little waveform symbol that uh, shows up near Sonic when he's about to get attacked. Yeah, I have more of that show up. Have it be more prominent. I like maybe one or two more of those lines. Have the waveform get bigger as it gets closer to Sonic. I uh, so that like you have some way of reading when the attack no matter, is about no to matter hit what attack is coming to you no matter what attack is coming to you because again all of these bosses use a different visual language for their attacks and it's it's impossible to just predict without just copious amounts of trial and error which you know i'm sorry i'm going around in circles this i've been I, um i've been playing like, hi-fi rush recently i've been playing hi-fi rush recently and i now know what a good parry is i, I find the I, one in breath of the wild a little too difficult because uh, that is pretty much frame perfect, I think. Um, but Hi-Fi Rush's parry, that was a good-ass parry. The difference, though, in terms of, like, Breath of the Wild is, like, there are so many options in that game. Like, that is what a sandbox game is. Like, there are so many fucking options. Yeah. Like, the parry is just one of them. And, like, this game, like, the trials are, like, this big open world is just, like, you need to do this one precise thing and yeah like there's enough exploits there like people can find other ways around it but i don't think that was ever intentional i really do think this was like like you're supposed to beat it this one way webster said it the best he said it's a puzzle and once you solve the puzzle the rest is just execution and like that's bad design you know what you know what did that but made it work hmm shadow of the colossus 100 percent. i was actually gonna say like there's a lot of shadow in there but also, like, I do think they learned the wrong lessons in terms of Shadow. I'm thinking specifically of that weird climb, like when Sonic just holds on and he dangles <laughs> for a second. It's like that yeah, stupid yeah. animation. It's like, that made sense for Colossus because the entire game was built around the puzzle that was climbing up the Colossus. W the Wonder, struggle of it. Yeah. Wonder has no superpowers. He has no extra abilities. He's not super fast. He's just a guy. And there's mm -hmm. this daunting feeling of just... Even when you know what you're doing, it's satisfying scaling one of these creatures and and taking it down. It's uh, versus this where it just feels like once you've got it down, you do it once or twice and then it just kind of stops being fun. That's why I get like frustrated with it, because I see the elements of other games in this game. And it's all done worse. And it makes me frustrated because the simple idea of open world Sonic has always been there. It's always been ready to go. And I think it is fair to compare the characters to adventure to what we have here because they were designed with an open 3D environment in mind and they could have evolved from there as opposed to, well, we distilled everything down over the years to just be the safe design for Sonic where the purpose is not getting around as creatively as possible. It's to cut down as much time as possible. Like that is the joy of the boost levels. I can't believe and they managed to flanderize the gameplay. It's a little it's a little offensive to me. That's why the, the characters offend me as much as they do, because then it's just like what I was expecting was not like, oh, a return to adventure formula as much as I wanted it. I just expected they're going to be boost Sonic with skins and they are and they're worse. They're not better. They're not like there are. OK, I will argue in terms of like some of the hovering for Amy or like 
the flight for tails as janky as it is like that's the one part where i'm like the that slow animation start to kind of like gives you a second to like pick the direction you're going before you launch off i do think there is some genuine fun there but it's yeah. still like the idea of 3d sonic has always been there and we didn't need to take from everybody else to get there sonic was a beautiful thing to me when he first showed up because he was like here's platforming but let's make it a little bit more fun in its own way and i still think you see that spirit here it's just the very nature of sonic still shines through here it's just it's frustrating that the people in charge are just listening to fans as opposed to being like okay i get it let's let's expand upon it like even if they had their own vision their own courageous vision and they're like okay we know you want this one thing but check out check this out i got this really cool idea i think they've done that a couple times over the years um, they've always brought up like sonic 4 as well as like overreactions to fan feedback sonic right, 4, yeah the character countdown thing and i i was saying you know look how far we've come since then but we haven't actually now this did make me realize that we haven't because we're once again just listening to fan feedback at the absolute face value and in real time too moving forward in in real time they're just looking at fan feedback and adding on to it as opposed to being like okay we don't need to add this much stuff let's instead like tweak our game let's polish it up let's make it the best version this game can be and then maybe we can take those ideas into the next game because we will have the good faith of what we built up and what we fixed showing that we've learned. So you can be excited for whatever this next game is going to be. It's like if uh, if Breath of the Wild had just, uh, in a later DLC, had just thrown in uh, the like the crafting mechanic instead mm-hmm. of like uh, fleshing it out fully and saving it for the next game. Uh, yeah. the, the whole thing, and... Um, one of the things that bugs me the most in this is what they ended up doing with the with the difficulty because I did play through the original game on hard and I felt like almost like the stuff was a little easy but then it just like way goes over on the on the other direction once you get to this and it's like it's like you uh it's like you go through a semester in one class and then you get to your final exam but somehow they snuck in the final exam for the class you're taking next semester like <laughs> yeah yeah no again this all feels like stuff for next game doesn't it like yeah the next game will maybe have a perfect parry and it will teach you how to use it and it will work but it's Man, here now maybe. the next game will have you know the fucking knuckles with extra combat moves but hey here's a prototype of it like again yeah if it was very on a game will have blackjack and hookers if if i were to describe it in one word i'd say embryonic this is embryonic frontiers um sonic fetus but okay shall we talk about the finale then i think it's about time there's a lot yeah. of stuff i like on a narrative front i'm a. I all right spoilers how much do you guys like fighting with the fucking trees I yeah, no, the, the camera, the, camera, the camera's it. inexcusable. Like, I, yeah. I, that is one criticism well, I will The camera wouldn't even be a problem if those trees weren't there. Well, before we actually talk about the final boss, do you guys know what the reward for 100%ing this island is? Is it, it's not the crown again, is it? It's, it's, it's fucking... It tells you how to beat the final boss if you 100% the island. What? Yeah, so yeah. When, when, you go to, when you go to Master what? King... When you go to Master King after first beat, uh, after first um, beating the boss rush, or if you've attempted to fight uh, the end, it will say show battle guidance. 
And there'll be different slots for battle guidance, but it'll give you one piece of battle guidance at a time, basically. But in order to get the final piece, which tells you about the right bumper control thing, how to retarget the reticle, you have to 100% the island. I'm so fucking scream. The, uh, the, their policy is, work it out for yourself, but if you can't do that, 100% the island and will tell you. You know what? But they don't tell you that that's the th They don't tell you that. Yeah, that's never been a mechanic they in this game before. Like, it was an exploit. They tell you that you get hit. Getting hints for doing 100% like getting shit like that, that's like the weirdest way to go, hey, here's a here's a kind of Banjo-Kazooie thing, but let's just do it more like the, the Mario Sunshine. But not only that, you're, you're blue you balling, you're blue balling the players that have gone out of their way to 100% the island with just advice for a boss they've probably already beaten. And, and secondly, yeah. the mechanic to switch reticle is never actually required in the game. It's something you can do on the night boss fight to it's bypass even, the shield. It's, it's, but... it's not even a switch reticle mechanic. It's not. It's the dodge mechanic that just happens to position you where the reticle can change. It's not actually a changing reticle mechanic. Now, the thing is, if they had demonstrated that earlier, then, well, okay, like... That's my thing. My, my problem with this boss is A, the camera, and B, the reticule. Uh, but other than that, well, we'll get into that later. I did also want to quickly note that the supreme boss fight, <laughs> it's still bad, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. I tell yeah, you what. Really bad. I tell you what, the, the, uh, the, the context that it's just a prelude helps things a bit. It also helps a bit that it's like, okay, if I die fighting the end, I have to go back and do Supreme again, but I can get through Supreme piece of piss. But then it makes me wonder why even bother with him being in that place. But again, it's still you know not what? good design if we are punishing a player for parrying an attack. That's still not good design. So even yeah. if you've recontextualized it, you've still got a really bad piece of design in there. I'm actually what? confused as to why they gave us the... They, they did the whole, like, Sonic's new form gives him perfect parry. He can now perfect parry these attacks. This will never factor into the fight once. Well, actually, hey. to, mm, it does. When? Well, for starters, he's firing god beam eyeballs at you, which do actually take away your rings, unlike the other Titan attacks. And secondly, there's the point where he starts flying his arms at you and you have to parry it then and then there's also when he starts attacking like tails amy knuckles and sage you mean so the end of... Wait, unless he attacks tails knuckles amy and sage what do you mean you parry him to avoid that have you never got to a bit where he will suddenly lash out at amy it's not a perfect parry though you have to like you have to like just like when he starts the animation you have to punch him the fucking the reticle change is so garbage like Fucking Zelda 64 figured it out. What the fuck was that? Like, you have to hit him, and then hopefully, like, like you can switch over targets, and then you get up there, and then you, you do a parry attack, but it's not a perfect parry. Yeah, I... Oh, so it's I really got, just the basic one? Huh. I've, seen the, yeah. I've seen the part... I've, I've done the part where he flails his arms randomly, and you are basically locked watching the animation forever until you remember, oh, right, this isn't a glitch. This is me having to click a button. Like, I I remember I, I remember that. I've never once, outside of, like, the cutscene where everybody comes together to, to block his attack on Eggman, 
outside of that, I never saw a part where he attacked the cast. All right, when we he, get it. You got a big cock, sir. It's good for you, mate. When, good for when you. When he's flailing around, if you don't attack him fast enough, um, he will attack them. Yeah, uh, also, but, um, but it's not a perfect parry, though, right? Like, you just see the animation, and then so you just have just, to get up there and do it. It, 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 is, a, it is a perfect parry, but it's the easy mode version of the perfect parry where it's doable. Yeah, because, again, it's designed with that in mind in this case. Like, they've yeah. designed this boss around it. Which, I guess, is a little promising for the future of things, maybe? But, like, uh... No, I, I want to stop giving them that, that credit. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just... I just, I, I don't want to become I, nihilistic, you know? It's like, even though I have my criticisms of this, I don't want to no, become nihilistic, because I'm just not going to be happy, you know? No, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say this. I do not need Sonic to be happy. I don't. So, I will say this. Yeah, there you I go. Love, I love this game. <laughs> I love this game to death. I do not fucking need this game to be happy. I don't need this game to be good to be happy. I like this game, but I have been saying and I have been hearing for more than 15 years, this is so promising for the next game. And it never, not once, not fucking ever, has it ever come to fruition in any meaningful way. I, no, no, I am, I am done. I am done ever, ever saying the idiotic phrase... I can't wait until the next game because this is promising for the next game. No, it's not. It's not. It never has been. It never once has been. It never once will be because this, this particular design team cannot figure shit out. If a game that I like is not giving me any promise for the next fucking game, nor has it for the last 15 years, I can never and I will never have even an ounce of confidence in this design team. Never. All right, you, you got me. <laughs> you got are me. Are you saying you're trying to break free from the Sonic cycle? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yo, just, it's it's not it's not a it's not a nihilism thing for me because there are there are plenty of game franchises I enjoy. Sonic just happens to be the one that I like. Sonic and Resident Evil are they're they're my top two. They're my top two. Period. And I have had to watch both of these franchises fuck themselves in the ass at some point in time. Resident Evil figured their shit out eventually. I hope to fuck Sonic does. I think I think it needs to be taken away from from who's in charge of it now. Agreed. Fire Azuka. Fuck's sake. Why we why why does everybody dance around it? Like it's not the management. Fuck's sake. 15 years, guys. Sort it out. Yeah. Crying out loud. I will say though, Super Sonic 2 animations though, right? Those are pretty sick. Oh there god, Super Sonic right. 2 is so fucking cool. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought <laughs> it was cool. Great. Yeah, they're, they're, cool. they're fun, but it's kind of going back into like a conversation we had a couple of weeks ago where it's just like, yeah, yeah, I've seen. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, I've seen Goku make I, those poses. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, here's it's, the thing, like, here's the thing, right? Like, that's the thing. I was like, like, they le le legitimately, like, as much as they've talked about, like, being afraid of being compared to other things like this more than hypersonic goes so Dragon Ball Z. This it's is. So just ultra instinct sonic like people were no, joking no, no, about no, no, it no it's not even that dude this is like i wasn't kidding like when i said like this looks like kaioken super saiyan it is that <laughs> literally down to the red aura it's i like down to the fact that he damages his goddamn body to use it the thing is I also like, like um he even says to master king like it's king kai sorry i gotta go super sonic too yep. <laughs> I love that when he was like, sorry, Master King, and he's putting on his best, like, black suit Spider-Man voice. He's like, I like the end! Like Get back here, the end! I'll chase you to the ends of the earth! 
I like that he right, had like, the, uh, that, the that fleet final way. blue form was sick looking. Oh, I like that did you? Got to play it. Wait, did you notice the Fleetway uh, kind of influence on that design? Yeah, he had the, the, the spirally eyes and the fangs. Yeah, like fangs. He had fangs. Yeah. Yeah, he had fangs. I'll, I'll send uh, the like, pictures to the background. It was, cool. it was blue Fleetway Supersonic, is what that form was. Uh, and we only saw it for a split second. I'm with you. I wanted it. I do have a small issue. Um, I like the Supreme End fight so much more than what we got before. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. going to echo Pup here. I wanted to take it one step further. <laughs> I wanted to. Feel? Sorry, go ahead. Wait, no, you're, I'm getting, I know what you're going to say, okay? I know what you're going to fucking say. <laughs> I, just, I didn't even get to fucking shoot the moon this time. What the fuck? But I, I wanted to, once we got, once, once he went crazy, I wanted a very brief fight in space as you're just continually, like, do the Superman, like, uh, punching like, Zod in space punch. kind of thing. Like, yeah, punch, punch him into space and then punch the moon. I just wanted a QTE of punching the fucking moon as that form. We and did then shoot through him. <laughs> like, that's what I wanted. I, it was so cool. It was so cool. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I wanted, I didn't want to completely erase the one-on-one -on -one with the moon phase fight. I know I've bitched about the moon, but this made me like the moon form more because it built it up a bit. I, I still think it would have been more effective if we actually saw the moon in the sky rather than it just being like it's, pixelation. It's, it's, I, I agree. It's like what you and I were like, like look up at the sky. It sounded like something was hungry. Like it, mm, I want McDonald's. I wonder what's for dinner. Countless fries. <laughs> countless burgers. Now, countless. Now, countless McFlurries. Now, Pup and I were texting about this. I earlier. will consume all. <laughs> And what what I would have liked is that uh, I I'm I'm so sorry to always bring Majora's Mask back into this. It's it would have been cool. Moon, it's okay. It would have been cool to have it progressively like as the Chaos Emeralds are being collected, the uh, the the restraints on the end are growing weaker, and so we're just like progressively seeing the moon in the background getting bigger throughout the course of the DLC until. You have it hovering over the fucking sky. Well, you know, do the Majora's Mask been... thing where the the Earth starts shaking a little bit periodically. That's fucking terrifying. That would have been awesome. But so, and, uh, something I like... quickly wanted to mention as well is the Siloop attack. If you do it on the end's head, you notice the end moon form move lower and lower down until it's on his back, and I just think that's fucking awesome. Have you? Did you see what happens when you uh, when you Siloop him twice? Oh, what? Where you snap yeah. your fingers and just like fucking well, go you berserk on him? Crush him you and make a like, little energy blood sandwich. Spews yeah, yeah, out yeah. Of his joints. Yeah, that it, was wild. See, so... I that's fucking awesome. Dude. This, this, <laughs> cool. this fight, this fight did two things for me. One, I I adore this fight. It's fucking fun. But there's one thing that it did for me, which I'm I'm really happy about. It makes me appreciate the other the end fight way more because between the narrative in this fight and the monologue from the end in the original fight i have a i have a boss i care about between those yeah. two nodes that's why i think boss i care about that's why i think they should have done it as like a final story thing with a bit of a recap of the original ending which it leads does... us into this one I, i'm surprised i'm saying yeah, I'm, I'm surprised I'm saying this. I agree. I honestly think, like, 
I, I, I feel like having this ending and the original so separate from each other is a little bit of a mistake. Because have that have that build up. Have like him talking shit all that time means more to me if you have this fight after it. Like literally having the instead in the in the original fight, you know how you have the you have the Ikaruga fight with the end, and then the <laughs> end after after the Ikaruga fight. You have the moment where Sage sacrifices herself and all that. All that shit happens. I would love if instead, after the Ikaruga fight, the end gets close enough to the Earth that it takes the Supreme Titan over, wrestles it away from Sage, and then we get this fight with the animalistic Supreme Titan, the end that close to Earth, Sonic going into his next form and going, no, 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 no this isn't actually how this is going to go. I'm going to actually murder you. That like, or yeah, the, that... Um, the the post-credits of the first ending should be like Kishimoto being like, sorry, and then Azuka being like, it's not my fault, I'm going to go brush my teeth. I, uh, <laughs> I, again, I'm, I'm so much more satisfied with uh, this version of the ending, and I think that the fight with the Supreme End is is cool as hell and i like how many optional scenes are in it I, I, again you can go the whole fight without doing the side loop you can do the side loop on the gun and that's it you don't have to do it to the end you got to do it on his back uh, haven't you you have to do it on his back to get the gun out oh unless yeah, that's you what you to, mean well, by you do it on his gun I, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah that's what i said yeah okay, like yeah, yeah. is you can get it to get the gun out and then like do it on the gun itself you don't have to do it to him you also like don't have to uh to get hit by his claw attack and then like i love the way you put it pop have him do the the grudge like yeah i fucking that's love that yeah that was fucking terrifying yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. also i awesome i also just love at the start of the fight um where oh. the end has latched on to the supreme and just bashing his head against the ground to wake him up I'm like, dude, you're a fucking bully. You're fucking horrible. I felt sorry yeah. for the Supreme Titan during all this. I so I had a question. I don't know if anybody else like was wondering, and I might be thinking too hard about it because they could just be talking about the the ancient that piloted the uh, uh, the Supreme originally. When you uh, when you're talking to the Master King and um... Master King, <laughs> when you're talking to the Master King and you. Uh, and and uh, Sonic is I I actually liked how sassy Sonic was with him where it's just like this these trials are kind of a waste of time I literally just need this power so I can I can save this planet and and you're just kind of like bouncing me around yeah I, I like um that. that does remind me sorry I have to say before I forget um I like that Sonic was a little more sassy towards Sage in this one as well like when she's like yeah. oh yeah you destroyed the Titans yeah well had you fucking told me not to in the first place <laughs> we could have avoided all of this you stupid ignorant girl I I liked that but what stood out to me was in this when when Sonic is kind of giving him lip and everything like that uh the Master King sits there for a second and he says there was only one other warrior that ever spoke to me like that and he was one of the greatest warriors we ever had who the fuck is he talking about? Because I think it might just be one of the pilots of one of the Titans. I think the yes. Supreme is supposed I want to, it to be mirror chaos. Sonic. Well, Matt, I, just, I think it's I think it's chaos. I, I think no. I, I, I think it's the so I, I think so, it's the Supreme uh, pilot because the I, other I pilots agree. were all. I think the king they're all parallels for everybody. Yeah, else. they're all parallels for all no. the characters. So the Supreme is yeah. Sonic, and then Master King is like, oh, Eggman. As far as I was concerned. Ah, okay. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. 
That, I mean, that's my best guess. Like everyone else, I mean, he's a, a fat fuck, isn't he? Like, so it makes sense. Well, like he's he designed the robots. He did all this stuff. Like he's yeah, like yeah, he's, he's a, and yeah. Sonic sat with him because Sonic does not like authority. How did you feel yeah, about the and... fact we got a little bit more Eggman and Sonic interaction time? I was I very happy like about it. that. Yeah, I was very, I, very, very happy about I, that. I like that. I did roll my eyes a little bit at the because uh, uh, there's a lot of like optional like conversations you can have with characters on the overworld. And uh, you talk to Eggman as Sonic and uh, he's like, oh, yeah, like here's this, this and this. And Eggman, again, being just fascinated with the technology of the ancients and everything and, and conversing about it, which I right. like. Flynn and explains in a way shitty art direction, but it's still cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, of course, he has to end it with the, uh, oh, yeah, it's more than all you could do, uh, just rolling around the speed of sound. I said, shut, shut the fuck up. I Ian. I don't that flip can't help Ian. <laughs> you can't help yourself, buddy. And that was another <laughs> thing. Forty like, lyrics, more of them, baby. <laughs> I, I like. Um, actually, I that's like uh, that Tony Harnell and Ted Poley. I, I liked some of those little conversations. I liked that they were just like, oh, yeah, like things that I wasn't even really wondering about, but were just kind of fun tidbits where it's just like, oh, yeah, no, Big the Cat is safe off somewhere else. The one that you saw in the fishing spots, you just care about Big so much and he brings you a sense of comfort. Sonic uh, secretly loves just, Big. <laughs> yeah, you, you manifested a version of him in cyberspace. There was one that bugged me, and that's the one where they're explaining away, like, the, uh, the, the fucking figment, um, hardcore oh, stages, or, like, why they, they just, like, apparate and pop in in front of you. Did mm. you guys watch Your Movie Sucks? Have you been watching him for a while? Uh, yeah, but... What is... He did a, he did a video a long time ago about a movie called Frozen, and it's about three teenagers who get stuck on a ski lift, and, uh, it, the director always prided himself on the fact that they shot it practically and they were all talking about like oh yeah it was all like real extreme conditions yada 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 but a common critique is if that's the case if you're going to be going off about that why can't you see the uh the actor's breath in in a lot of these areas and he's just like he goes on this rant he's just like oh i uh, uh scientifically like if you're so close to hyperthermia like you the the lower your body temperature drops eventually like you stop seeing your breath and everything which is bullshit by the way that's not fucking true um and uh the the point was it's like man we wouldn't dig that deep into it we wouldn't think that hard about it if you didn't fucking lie to me that's how I felt about that. It's also like, like the Andy Muschietti with um with the Flash <laughs> CGI as well. Where he was like the the CGI is bad because it's like Flash distortion. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's another one. That's it's it's just that shit again. Flynn's a Star Wars writer. He's he's one of the people. He's he makes he's why the clone like the clone uh, trilogies uh well known well known for being like now. By a whole fan base because everything surrounding those shitty movies had explanation from better writers. I think um, when it comes, there's also the one where like Sage is like, "Oh yeah, those railings that you generate after unlocking more of the island, they're just hallucinations." So I guess Sonic is just flying through the air. <laughs> if anyone yeah. else is looking, and the thing is, right, e everything that's bad about this game is like, "Oh, it's the ancients, the popping, the ancients, the fucking the spaghetti rails." Oh, it's the ancients. The I'm glad they're fucking dead in that case. <laughs> they, just, they literally said they colonized the planet, and I'm just like, well, I'm glad the best thing you so, did after that was fucking. The die. end was a hero. We just couldn't see it. <laughs> well, here's, I... what, here's what bothers me about the ancients and all the justification and everything like that. This is just Nick going full lore boy right now. Um, 
in my in my head canon for the longest time as i've explained in, in these videos before frontiers ever dropped i've always been fascinated between the relationship between rings and emeralds and their relationship with these critters specifically i've always been under the assumption like if we're going to build a, a narrative off of something that never was intended to have a deep narrative it was just there to we'll have fun uh rings uh they got coins let's do rings instead shit like that like i always took it to mean like this world evolved thanks to the you know the the energy put off by these these powerful bits of jewelry the world evolved in such a way that whatever critters adapted as the world you know grew they grew to adapt to this environment as the world does as that's how evolution works so what I wanted to know more than anything else is like, if we're really going to be brave and say the chaos emeralds came from this place and we're going to talk about an entire civilization based around it. When I first went through the game, I was like, okay, that kind of retroactively justifies this jarring gooey water monster. Uh, yeah. When I first played adventure, because I was like, what the fuck is this? Like when I was a kid, it's like, I like the connection with like the kidnap tribe, but they're still like, okay, like chaos caused this. What the fuck is chaos? What the fuck is this? Yeah, and then that and... retroactively makes it a little bit more sense. But the problem here for me is like while Sonic is going through and mastering the stuff, he's like, the the Master King says, "This power was not meant for you," and that immediately made me think, okay, but what is supersonic? What is that if not power not meant for him? Yeah. Like what what does that mean? And it it blew up the questions I always had. It was like. Okay, if dash pads, because they mentioned dash pads directly, they were a part of their design. That was part of the 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 ancients' design. Okay, but like, I want to know how they moved around. Then I want to know, like, did their fluid bodies kind of like, did their alien culture just like seep into the world design, and then like they're the reason Sonic even exists the way he does? I thought that would have been like. I know people don't want like justify things with aliens, but like I, I was hoping they would at least go a bit further because like they explain more ancient culture which is fine but i wanted more clarification on the relationship between sonic and the emeralds My... i think that would have made this new form way more interesting to me another thing for me and this could just be and and i get it i bring it up all the goddamn time i'm a sucker for sonic adventure one that that mm. that game means everything to me for this franchise um that that was my original context for this series and i think it 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 is also the kind of the precursor that gave us what we would eventually see as open world sonic so i felt tying this game into that in so many clever ways um you know between like hey we're gonna tie this back to like the last time the master emerald mattered or mm -hmm. um you know this that or the other and them talking about like Oh yeah, these are these are the ancestors of of chaos, god of destruction. A am I wrong for being disappointed that nothing's done with that? Like they no, I'm with you. Everyone's I was alluding like, oh, the tribes, like, oh, it's kind of like his form's cool. Yeah, why why bring it up? That. Why why build bring that up it. at all if if you don't have somewhere to go with it? Now maybe they're like building up to something because uh one thing i found interesting was oh in this game they're also talking about the uh the ships that the ancients traveled on they're all like submerged underwater the uh the ancient underground like structures and ruins that you're seeing uh which i love that knuckles was the one talking to sage about that yeah um uh these were these were like 
connections to like their ancient ships and everything like they're not connected anymore but that's how they got to them and and i'm just like dude that's fucking cool like mm -hmm. i i want to i want to know more about that stuff but explore that stuff it's it's kind of like it it really does feel like there's a game missing somewhere like there's there's so much alluding to what i personally want out of out of this and that was like fleshing out so many of these things that were were kind of like touched on in adventure one and if like man if you got a really cool direction to go in with all of that like explain more i want to know more about chaos god destruction i want to know who he was originally like uh that's that's really interesting to me i uh, but we don't uh he anywhere. was the and master the king the most interesting I, shit we know about chaos and this is why it confirms to me that they weren't planning another game to expand upon this any further is yeah. explaining bumblecast when flynn's asked questions about it where he's like oh no like it's meant to infer that the master emerald and its radiation uh they they evolved a certain group of the ancients into the chows mm -hmm. and then chaos from there is a further uh mutation from that which you know brought out like this more base uh design from the original ancients like it, it is still like an evolution that's bringing out like traits that were once lost it, take, it, bring, I, it yeah. takes recessive traits and brings them forward and, and, which and is something it, like as you you mentioned before like before the game came out i'm like that's silly that's what it is <laughs> that's and, exactly and, how it's explained I think, and, and um, that's my uh yeah sorry i'm gonna try not to take up too much more time on this but i'm like i i think that's like uh my personal disappointment and i don't want to like I don't want to base criticism on headcanon, because uh, that's kind of stupid. But sure. it's just, I do think it would have been more interesting if you'd done something deeper with that that particular ancient. I I remember seeing like, oh, there was this one like uh, this one elder guy that was tasked with like protecting his people, which like we can infer, oh, that was one of the the Titan pilots that was like, um, that was the the supreme uh, uh, Titan pilot or something. I. I think it would have been interesting if you'd had like, hey, one of these guardian guys, um, like he basically had this curse to him where he was not able to he didn't evolve with the rest of his uh of his kin because he was tasked with guarding him. That's and like just over time he lost so much of himself, of his history, of his intelligence, and he just became the the being that we knew in Song Adventure One. It's not super complicated, but it's fucking something. And it's like uh I, I don't I don't I don't know like I, it maybe it would have been I, I do think it would have been maybe a little too much if you had done something like oh uh chaos god of destruction was originally the supreme uh like uh, the 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 supreme pilot and uh like he came uh he's been struggling to get back here since he just kind of like pissed off with to call at the end of sa one I don't know if I need him to come back I just would have like if you're again, if you're gonna bring it up, do something with it. I don't. I, uh, I just yeah. assume that I, I assume that the that the ancients have have a life cycle like anything else. I didn't think chaos was ever a part of the original ancient culture. I figured he was just they, a, a descendant. They also like he's been he's been called a mutated Chow from like as as early on as his inception. Yeah, like they've they've used that description for him for a long time. So it make it would make sense that the ancients aren't necessarily immortal. This is just he is the he's the only living embodiment of what they used to be anymore. See, I would have been fine with him being the only one that was immortal. And I would have been cool with like uh 
Because like there's it, mystical property in his in his introduction, right? Hmm. It's not explained with alien. Like it's clearly like a mystical origin when adventure yeah. was first produced. And and my thing is like. I, I don't I don't see there being an issue with this game coming out and being like, oh, we know more about where these came from and what we thought he was was wrong. Like, I, mean, I agree, but they had to explain no. it, though, right? Even in like the side stuff, that would have been that's where you do it, because it doesn't need to be the focal point. But like yeah. a conversation with Eggman and Sonic Knuckles and Eggman or something like that. I mean, really cool. I think um, I don't know. I, I, I might be hoping for too much there. And again, it's one I, of those things where it would have been satisfying to me, but not really to a whole lot of other people the simple fact that the ancients look the way they do is is a callback i i think that's only fair i think um like while there's definitely like bigger ramifications for the franchise out there from this story i'm overall okay with some things being left as just hints or mysteries i i will say overall with this update i feel quite satisfied in calling the story of sonic frontiers a lot more complete than it was before. Like, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. Because, like, even things like down to, like, you know, the cyber corruption actually gets a use now. Um, it amounts to something. We've got things like... It fucking means something this time. Yeah, we've, we've got, you know, we get to know the Ancients a little bit more and see Sonic develop at least some form of relationship with the Ancients directly. Um, Sage's story is a bit better this time around. Tails, right, something that does make me happy here is that a lot of Tails' story in Frontiers, the base game, was kind of about him stepping up, and I feel like we at least did this here this time. And I, yeah. I did like over the intercom when you could hear the Knuckles be like, you've got this kid, you're our last hope. There's also a moment with Knuckles that I really love, which is where he's succumbing to the cyber corruption, and he just lays back and laughs. I actually really liked that moment. I don't know why, something about it just got me. It it makes sense for his character because he's 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 lost a lot over the years of what made him Sonic's rival, and this game definitely brought a lot of that that sibling banter rivalry back to their dynamic. Down to like in the in the base game, it was always you the, can like, call it sibling if you want. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> or, it's just, or it's just straight up they're gay for each other those are uh, those those were bedroom eyes on uh on aries island but we got a lot of that there but here we got a lot of the actual rivalry aspect of them where he's like no 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 no, no. sonic handled this before that means i can handle this just fine i also love that little line from him at the start I was like, what the hell we already saved you i'm not doing it again that was great. Yeah, I love yeah. that joke. That was no, great. The, the writing, God. The, Knuckles' the gameplay sucked, update. but his characterization was really good. Did we got this? Was like he sounded like Boom Knuckles, but he actually acted like a Knuckles that I really, really care about. I, I do, I do hope that at some point Knuckles can just go and go back to sounding like a normal ass guy. <laughs> I don't, I do not like the newer voice direction. I don't, I don't like the newer voice it. direction. I, I like. It. I like the writing. I don't like the voice direction. Yeah, writing's good, but I'm just like, he he used to sound like a tough guy, or he used to be a tough guy. He sounds now like someone trying to look like a tough guy. Yep, yep, yep. I guess I'll go against oh. the grain and say I have no problem with any of the voice game. I think they're all that's fine. Okay. That's okay. That's I'll go against your grain and say you're just wrong. Well, that's just <laughs> silly, isn't it? That's just really, really silly. I'm going to have a conniption. <laughs> do it on camera live right now I, just <laughs> right now, the fucking wine. I think i had enough connections i think i'm good um uh so 
Uh, uh, one thing I gotta talk about is some of the music in this update, because we have talked about the character musics and how that gets a little annoying, but... Holy fuck, I adore oh, the new rendition of Orion Island. The, the first one that plays, that's really upbeat and stuff when you're a Sonic. Beautiful. Right. I fucking love not, that shit. I'm not sure what happened with uh, the track I'm Here. I did not want it, like, particularly... I didn't, like, really hate it or I anything, know what but happened. I didn't really... I didn't care about it in the first uh, the first time. I now playing through this, I like it a lot more. And I'm not just talking about the new version. Like I like them both more. And I think a part of it is I just connected with the finale more now. And that would just mean something to me. And I kind of felt a, a similar way, Pup. I, I want to give you some credit here. The uh, the track that originally plays over the Ikaruga like end boss fight, they gave lyrics to this time, and and oh, again it's like so good. I liked hearing it. I was just like, this isn't normally my kind of thing, but like this felt earned, and uh, and I liked the way it was implemented. It made me happy. I don't remember that? I'll, I'll have to go. I'll have to go take a, a peek at that myself. Yeah, they replaced a, Dear Father with a lyrical version of I'm with you, and. It's yeah, a, it's like the good ending theme for Sage, the I guess. Are you talking about like are you talking about like the credit song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh god, that's way better. Holy yeah. shit. Well, yeah, that that no, is literally it's... just the final boss theme of the original version, but with lyrics. But with lyrics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I know, I recognized it immediately, and I was just like, oh, I didn't. I'm gonna be I happy didn't. I, I just I just thought it was a new song. I was I, like, that's so it's smart. It's like when lyrical, I, it did really. It's light motif done so well. So it did, it did a it did highlight something for me. Uh, and I might be be being a little too critical here. Um, it did highlight for me that the original, like, oh, Sage sacrificing herself at the end of the original boss fight and having a sad little moment, uh, it feels really like it was just a, we have to have something dramatic happen at the end of this game, um, and we just have to throw it in there when you compare it side-by-side side with this, where, oh, it's like Eggman and, and, uh, and Sage going home and, like, uh, they're they're holding hands as, as they leave, and I fucking loved that. It was a beautiful it, end. Oh, I've seen people it really say, was. I've seen people say though, Eggman deserved this happy. End. The fuck he doesn't. He's no, Hitler he in his universe. <laughs> he's a terrorist. Yeah, he's awful. <laughs> like fuck that. But like, still, I, I, I felt know. that. I felt that shit. I did. I did like how so in the in the original version of Frontiers, Sage's character development wasn't just becoming more human, but she also became somebody who liked Sonic a lot and started to really really resonate with who sonic was but yeah. in this version of the update we see a sage that could more easily continue being subservient to eggman going forward yeah that whole bit sage... where he's like i gotta save those like it is his to conquer yes like yes and we don't yeah. see her yeah. learn from that so like yeah we can go in that I... direction now i like good. that because that future proofs sage a lot more i dude think i i also so... We gotta talk about that, actually. I I was gonna say, though, like, because I've complained before where I'm just like, I don't buy for a minute that Sage is gonna be evil after this. That one line kind of made me think, okay, there's a road to go go on now to justify that, where it's like, yeah. there's still, like, an innate version of her programming and she has a a loyalty to uh to eggman that's going to be like okay they're going to be they're going to be butting heads again in the future it's just like you can't you can't program violence out of omega you can just change who the violence is i think nick had something to say though um, yeah sorry sorry go ahead i don't remember sorry i've been <laughs> <fuck's sake. laughs> um, i feel like i've been talking too much today no no no, well, no. you guys um, are can great. i uh I, I mean good. i will say this i think um it has kind of appreciated the older ending a little more as well from the perspective that it can be viewed as a bad ending. 
but like that makes the whole scene of Eggman bringing her back kind of like redundant and kind of makes yeah. me question like where would that have gone but I think that's one of those things where we just have to yeah. accept they had no idea what the fuck they were doing here so like was, was there a post credit scene this time? No it no. just says like no. thanks to everyone who supported us and the fans and okay. everything um, I just want to quickly one more note on the music though Dur during the final boss during the end like we got like the first phase you've got that orchestral cover of I'm Here I'm like ah. Oh, Orchestral covers are back on the menu, boys. Okay, we're back in Unleashed Town. This is good shit. Oh, man, this is good. But then there's the cutscene, and you start hearing the lyrics that I'm here, but you can faintly hear them. And then you hear Kellen Quinn scream, and I turned into yep. Games Cage at that moment. I was like, oh! And I was just fucking jumping. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This could not get any better. Like uh, That was cool as hell. This finale, like, I, I still have mechanic criticisms with it. I think the camera betrays it really hard. And I think, yeah. fuck me, like, switching targets using the dodge... You've got a right analog stick you could probably do that with. But <laughs> or like, a fucking D-pad. There's literally so many buttons on this thing. It's called a controller. You can use it. But, um, that finale... <laughs> that... <laughs> Dark Guy has been dethroned for me. Dark Guy was previously my favorite Sonic finale. This went so hard. <laughs> I, I, if they'd just, if they'd just been like, you know, okay, we put a few more NPCs around to clarify a few points, and we got a new final boss. I think I would have come away from this having pretty much nothing bad to say, other than the camera's a bit squiff. Like, yeah, because I am so, 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 so happy with that final boss that carried this whole thing for me. I really wish we didn't have the camera problems, but I. The boss was good enough yeah. that I was able to push past the camera problems without any problem. I I I, I eventually just got good at avoiding uh, what broke the camera. That to me, that's still Ooh, so. Those an are issue. some pixelated ass trees. They, they really. Are. Oh my god! I love the be... Minecraft trees just showing up. It, it, it's the thing. The thing is, like in the cutscene where they first show Supreme getting up. They've got the camera zoomed in on that. They've got, like, I don't know, like an 80 mil on that or something. And yeah. because the camera is far away, the LODs for the trees haven't loaded in. <laughs> but because it's zoomed in, fuck, you can really see the, <laughs> the pixelated-ass trees. And it's like, my god, camera work. <laughs> yeah, I, uh... <clears throat> I, I think the spectacle of it all carries this more more than the fight itself. I I think this was still sloppy shit all the way around. But it does it does kind of highlight. Man, it makes you think sometimes. It's like it's a miracle these these things ever work to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I, I really like the the Supersonic Two stuff. Just my favorite parts are the are the stuff I'm not playing. You know, like seeing the seeing the IDW, which is. This just hit me just now. Like in terms of like this is like super sonic but mastered. It was like yeah, yeah but he literally did this move against Savic. He literally yeah. And I didn't have a disconnect too cuz um cuz like at the at the start of the fight where they're trying to display like how much more power you're going to get with this dodge. I was like, "Homie, I was I was dodging just fine. You just didn't allow it to happen." Yeah. Like I just wasn't allowed to to perfect parry any of the stuff that was thrown at me. Like I could see it coming just fine. So it's it's whatever though. Like there's there's enough here that I'm I'm excited to like talk about this in the video finally. Like I really want to go back mostly for for the lore of it all. The gameplay, like I can't 
I can't forgive what they did here. Like, I don't have any faith in Sonic Team anymore. I have faith in Flynn, and I hope they take the ideas that they brought in here and build something beautiful next time around. But the priority of releasing new ideas versus fixing stuff up is still a big, 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 big st sticking point. But that that's more like summarizing things. Guys, how do we feel about the arguments that are going to come up from like what is canon and what's not? It's got to be the uh, second one, They right? make me kind of want to die. Yeah. Wait, I, but I, wait, I... Sega's told us everything is canon. But that's the thing, is also like, <laughs> this game was supposed to be the one to commit to solidifying canon a bit more, and they gave us two fucking endings. I... Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> and there's a bunch... Yeah. And, and not only did they give us two endings, but they split the motivations of the final boss into the two endings. So no. we don't even know if the... Like, we can assume that the version of the end that we're fighting in the actual final boss has all the same thoughts and feelings as the other one, but... Yeah, but that's the thing, though. is also like, yeah, the Supreme is like... So, did, did the end come out through the Supreme and then regain its true form and then decide to control the Supreme? Or was the Supreme just the Supreme this time? Because it also says after you beat Supreme, the trials are over. Are we implying that the Supreme was just a trial? I think the, uh... I think the implication this time is that as opposed to the Supreme Titan being a control mech that the that the mech that like as opposed to him being the prison still, the idea is you've already broken the prison and the end is now coming. The end is manifesting. It, I think that's the I think that's the angle they're going for, which it's is a, coming. Which is completely different because the original fight is, you know, fight supreme to try to kill the end inside it, then the end escapes and reconstitutes its form. In this one, you're fighting it more as a as a token fight before bleeding into the actual fight where the end is just... He's been manifesting off-screen the entire time. Everybody's been staring at him randomly growl. Oh, Linda. Uh, I don't know how I... He sounded like a Minecraft zombie. Oh my god. Yeah. Which already is creepy enough. Also, why is the oh. Supreme such a bitch in that case? Like, he goes down like a bitch. I mean, it could be because we're augmented with that power. I fucking, I fucking don't know. Man, I don't know. I, I will be, I will be happy if, I can't say when, because that's, the when is never happening now. Um, I will be happy if we finally hit the day where Sega goes, hey, we've done enough testing we've done enough exploring we now know what we're going to do with this franchise we now know what we're going to do here look at this amazing son supersonic boss fight look at all of this shit we have laid out i'm just here's what we're gonna do with it is cirrus cirrus uh wakes up his eyes just flare with rage grabs sega by the throat and says Back to formula and just throws <laughs> <laughs> And Kishimoto just goes, Do you know how much I've sacrificed? <laughs> I kind of feel like Azuka does that enough, like every game. Back to formula. <laughs> Back to formula. So, anyway, yeah, look forward to Lost World 2 coming out next year. That's going to be good. Hey, if, if Zavik is written by Ian Flynn, I'll be happy with it. In fairness, Lost World is the most polished, like, 3D Sonic game ever made. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's the fascinating thing to me, and I actually want to, 
that's a bigger discussion. Like I, we, we had this talk a long time ago, like in terms of like the conversation that, um, that Jay started in terms of like the meta era. And I was like, that's not, no, that's not the problem. That's not the problem. It's back to formula. That's the problem. It's like, a... that's why I called it like it's back to basics. Every game was back to basics, back to basics, back to basics. We're taking Sonic back up... to his roots this time. It's, well, it's no. Honestly... And then we ended up with, ironically enough, a basic game. Basic era. It, it's honestly something that the... Uh, I'll, oh, man, I'll have to talk about this in, in more depth at some point. But it's a, it's an issue the Legend of Zelda franchise has suffered from, from time to time. Not nearly to as large a degree, but it does have a problem with just not remembering the things it fixed last time. Mm-hmm. That's uh, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Well, the beautiful thing about Zelda, at least, and a lot of the like the like a lot of these Nintendo games where it's like, even if you're missing something from a previous game, like a lot of the mechanics stand on their own in terms of what the game is that that's a that's a consistent problem for me for Sonic. But we will see what happens. Superstars is right around the corner. We'll see if uh, another team does it better again. As um, <laughs> uh, you mean the you mean the uh the snack until we get to eat Spider-Man 2. The That's, I, hate, I, the I really hate season. that people treat those games like that. I really do. <laughs> I really, that's really, a, really do. That's only, that's only just how I feel just because they are releasing so close to each other, but it is also it's just like, man, I'll tell you which one I'm a lot more excited for. Yeah, go back 2017. What was the better experience? What was uh, no, Spider-Man PS4 came out in 2018. Talking about forces and mania, forces. you yeah. fucking goober. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those apples and orangutans. Apples and oranges. <laughs> so, I mean, sh- shall we just kind of give overall, like, just final consensus? Then, like, what do we just overall think of Sonic Frontiers? Now, the game is now, um, well, quote unquote, complete. I feel more mixed on it now that it's had a better ending. I do too. I <laughs> found it funny when Kishimoto was on Twitter going, and with that, Sonic Frontiers is now complete. Like, the fuck it is! No, the it fuck isn't. Back here. Put that jukebox in that mode now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Kashi had a point. I was wondering that too while I was playing it last night. They just reminded me too. Like they, we get the wings for Supreme. I don't, we didn't see those anywhere. <laughs> One year, fix the wings. <laughs> I think for me. Wings used to mean was this is, any good. That's a talking point. No, it's not. This no. is going to be a point where I lose all credibility as any kind of objectivist or any kind of critic. Because Sonic Frontiers has problems by the metric buckton. And I think they are problems that it is important that they get fixed. There is not a millimeter of polish on this fucking thing. It is probably less polished than Sonic 06 and Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric in a lot of regards. This is also probably one of my favorite Sonic games ever fucking made. I fucking love this fucking thing, and that final island is probably the highlight of the game for me. Um, but, again, I... I'm not going to deny that there are some very, very glaring issues. This is my Godzilla 98. I... Wow, you just had to dethrone him right there? Yeah, I I don't know. Like, I still think there's like a beauty in finding something fun in the, like despite you know any any particular standards. That I still couldn't call game. it a bad game, and I I would still dare say I think it's a great game because it's just a lot of fun, but it's just not polished at all. You know, and it's hard for me to ignore that. 
you know? Yeah, I mean, like, and I think that is still worth exploring. I think my problem comes from this is a 2023 release for a long-standing franchise I have a lot of respect for and still to this day have high expectations for. Be it for kids, be it for everybody, whatever the case is, like, I, I think the polish has been missing for a long time and still isn't there. But, like, I also think that's why, like, Bakuri Box is doing as well as he is with his Frontiers videos because he is still seeing the vision and finding the best there is out of it, even if there are problems, right? Like, there, there is still fun and a fascinating thing to look at there. That's why I have so much fun with, like, these extreme, um, these extreme opinions about it. And I'm still very much like, um, like I, I, I'm not, I, I don't agree opinion wise. Like I'm, I'm glad like people are having fun with it. Like Trace, like calling the seven out of 10, 10 game. This is a five out of ten at best for me. Like this is an unfinished fucking game, and it, like it, it deeply offended me. Like I, I've not been this mad at a game for a very long time, and I'm playing through Liza P right now. Like I'm used to like really challenging shit, but it's got to be fair. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that at all. They really shouldn't have called that game fucking Lies of P because it sounds like Lies of an MPEE. You know, just call it Lies of Pinocchio. Just call it Lies of Pinocchio. Yeah, Pinocchio sounds less silly. Yeah, I I do have to throw this in somewhere uh, just because I I thought it was a funny observation. This might be the best uh, 2023 game that came out in 2022. (laughs) I can't even say that though. That's just the that's just (laughs) games now though. Sonic you know? Frontiers yeah, has finally gone gold, people. Right <laughs> I mean, consider like Cyber Cyberpunk just released an update that apparently made that game playable finally. Like, oh, that game's been playable. That's for, a like, tagline in a trailer, right? The game is fixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, always was, like I've had it on PS5 for a while. And with, the like, main problem the with is. Cyberpunk was fucking optimization and releasing it on like the fucking lesser platforms on PS5 and Xbox and shit. It always ran okay. That wasn't the only issue with Cyberpunk. Okay, okay, I don't know much. I it, now that is a good game. Um, and it is like uh, it's been fixed for a while. Uh, yeah. that but it is it is also that is just kind of the state of things, and that's my big issue. Is just like, God, like I think one of the most polished games that I just really enjoy the hell out of was Bomb Rush, and that's a smaller scale thing that knew what it wanted to do. No area is wasted no space is just there they don't have to pad anything out it's just a good fucking game and it's just like they don't they're not trying to meet like the the quota expectations or anything like that it's got a lot of good post-game shit you can sink a lot of hours into that fucking game lord knows i have it but it's like it doesn't have to try as hard as some something like this did and i want fewer I, I there's that stupid copy pasta that makes its way around all the time where it's just like I, it's like a lot of points I agree with. I'm just tired of say of seeing it. It's just like I want, uh, I want like you know smaller games, lower budgets, and workers paid paid more. Which like yeah, I agree. Stop sharing that stupid image around. It's it's gotten dumb. Um, but I do want smaller s- smaller scale stuff. Fuck fuck games that all have to feel like they got to be fifty plus hours. I don't have time yeah. for that shit. Like if if uh, people like Capcom think games are too expensive now, lower your goddamn costs. Focus up. Like if work on something that actually has a vision that's actually focused, and then like you know work on that, not just the checklist of every other thing the industry is doing. I will say this though: I don't want us going back to two-hour Sonic games. I'm, I know I'm derailing you there. I'm sorry. I just I never felt like I got my money's worth in the uh, generations and colors and. 
fucking forces I, era. I don't feel like dollars to hours is a, a good metric for most games. It's not, but no, at the same time, it doesn't have to be fucking two hours, though. Like, six. Middle ground. Six is all right. Yeah. Six is okay for us. Unleashed was can... six. And you can avoid a lot of those issues if you at least have good replayability. Uh, a lot of these games, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, really cool game, really polished. That is not a replayable game. Not to the no, extent like any God, of the other games are. I was tired of that fucking like, game. God. I, I was so exhausted by the time I finished that up. I don't want to go and, and complete that. Like, no. God, fuck that. Like, I, I enjoyed myself. I might run through the basic story again at some point. But one of my favorite things about Zelda games used to be just gathering everything. And to do that now would feel like a fucking chore. And I don't like that. I don't either. Yeah, I agree. I, I already have a handful of games that are forever games. If I want to play a game that lasts for hundreds upon billions of hours, I can just go play an MMO. That's what they're designed for. That's what they're built. That's that's the biggest thing. They're designed for it. Sonic Frontiers is fucking not. I don't know what it's designed for, but I love it. I, yeah. So yeah, I like I, it less. I like it less. <laughs> Sorry, even that was though, a, a soapbox. I didn't need to go off on that. <laughs> even no, though it is the best game ever made, I still admit I love Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> I my, my closing my statement. Final... <laughs> My final thing on Frontiers, this is a bastardized mess of a project that has no idea what it is, barely has an identity, doesn't know what story it really wants to tell, ultimately, at the end of the day. It's very, very confused on what kind of game it wants to be. It doesn't know where to throw any of its coins when it comes to focusing on combat or platforming or speed or what have you. It has no idea what it is. It is still probably one of my favorite Sonic games I've ever played. I, it is it is weird how so many dissonant pieces of absolute clusterfuck come together to make something that I truly, truly love. It's it's a very strange beast for me. We don't always love the things we love because because they're good. Perfect. I, I was gonna go with perfect. No, I'm gonna go with good. It's not good. I love it. It's amazing. It's not good. I feel like the, the strong points deserve to be in a better game. And I, I, I've, I'm still very, very, very cold on this. I'm, uh, I'm very bitter about this. As I'm much... still going to go back and like calm it down a bit and like try more of this stuff and really like get into this stuff. I think there's stuff to play with lore-wise that I think is going to be a lot of fun. But mm. I think there's, there's just too much stuff out there even like an indie game isn't even considered like this thing. Like 10 years ago, the respect indie games have versus what they have now is a wildly different thing. And I think like some of my favorite experiences this year were smaller projects like Dredge, Bomb Rush looks fucking incredible, stuff like that. And um, no, I I can't end on, on that positive of a note like you guys are. I can't. This has definitely lowered my lowered my opinion of this game overall this discussion has lowered my opinion of this game overall it's still fun though it's <laughs> yeah. still fun listening to everybody is. have fun back and forth yeah. i also know I, that uh... once i jump back on it i'm gonna be like ah this is fun yeah as long as you have fun like by all means like go nuts just knuckles alone um yeah man 
I don't blame you for that. They gave you exactly (laughs) what you wanted and it balls it up. Knuckles insulted your entire family lineage. Yeah. And I just don't have faith in these guys going forward. I just don't. But we'll we'll see what happens. We will see. And and Webster, I've played Frog and that is a fun game. Absolutely. Solar Ash, I do have uh, downloaded on my Xbox. I have to check that check that shit out soon. Shall we move on to the the dark spine chats that was what let's let's do it okay starting with seven super chats in hand okay oh my god why didn't we get a name for this new form no in the in the files it's called supersonic cyber so i guess super cybersonic but um, in the files it's called supersonic too where are you seeing cyber i saw another thing where it said supersonic cyber interesting Got some research. Maybe there. they're referring to the Super blue Sonic one, Cyber though. Like the, his final one, you know? But yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty sure those are all MP4s. But okay, so that Jordo is in with two bucks. It's been an honor, gentlemen. Glasses face, thumbs up, sparkly sparkly. Well, Thanks it's not that. over yet. Don't worry. There's more to come. There are going to be. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of those comments. Sonic fan, 1661, $5. Thank you. If this really is the end i'll miss it this all has been a welcome end to some of my work days and a good time every single time i've watched this is not the end there's a third update on the way <laughs> oh my god we haven't even gotten to the supreme end yet <laughs> daza s thank you for the 10 euros the 10 pounds. pounds i think it's pounds yeah yeah fuck brexit <laughs> I am going to miss all of you guys together. The last 12 months has been hard for me and my family. Listening to you talk about Sonic has helped me through my nans and my father's passing. So thank you. Sorry to hear I'm really about sorry that. about your loss there, Daza, but honored to, to help cheer you up. Like, I understand the importance of, like, media just kind of giving you a bit of distraction for a little bit to just smile and just not focus on garbage for a little bit. So honored to be a part of that. But keep listening to these boys. They will keep, they will keep that going. And then we got Mr. Salty, uh, Omega Mr. Salty, with okay. uh, uh, 799 Australian, I believe. I think yeah. so. Okay. Uh, out of all the podcasts I've tried to start, this is the only one I've stuck with and gone out of my way to watch each week. Wish you guys the best. Thank you. Thanks, dude. Xblade02 sends $5 Canadian. Want to thank all of you for the memories and laughs throughout the years. They helped get through some really bad times. Please take care of yourselves. You can tell, like, really early on, we thought we were just ending the show all together. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you, Aiden, Plato, too. Yeah, Aiden F with a very generous $50. Thank you. Podcast was such a joy to be with since the beginning. All three key members brought a unique view and magic in each episode. What else can I say but thank you guys so much. Much love, boys. May the Nilk sing thee onward. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> David Crespo, thank you for the $1.99. Cheers, Nick. Take care of yourself. Thank you, dude. Uh, we got Xavier Fortin with uh, 279 Canadian. Bye, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got Ad Zinco uh, with five pounds. My Nick milk is going to expire soon. I'll need a fresh supply. Where am I meant to get it now if you're leaving? I have a. Go to the milk store! YouTube channel. <laughs> Yeah, if you go to Game Easy. Apologist's YouTube channel, you can still get the nectar straight from the teat. Extra fresh. Well, 
Delicious. Big for your britches there, boy. We made you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I bought you into this world. I can take you out. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Alright. Whose turn is it? Yours. I think. Is it my turn? Yeah, it's yeah. your turn, yeah. dude. Sonic Fan 1661, $2. Thank you. It's motorcycle parts on a bicycle frame, basically. We're talking about the game. Well, we wow. could still be talking about it. <laughs> that, you, you know, either we one. We stayed on one topic today. So, yeah. We did it! <laughs> oh my god. This, it only took 100 episodes. 117. Oh, we we don't right. count the Chronicles without Wayne. True, yeah, yeah they're, they're not canon. That's a separate ending. Yeah, that's a, that's another story. Who's up? Me, yes, sir. It, it's me. Um, Jesus Christ! We're on Fox Guy, right? Mm-hmm. All right, Fox Guy. Think of the two dollars. I got had switched too easy at some point. I did too. Yeah. No shit. Uh, we got uh, Ronnie Whitehead with five dollars. Whited. Whited. Sorry, uh, Ronnie Whited. <laughs> Five dollars. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Whether this is a goodbye for now or a true end, you've brightened by uh, we you've you've brightened my week for a long time. Well, thanks, Ronnie. I'm I'm gonna learn how to read one of these days. I swear. It's all good. Okay, Mister SP with ten US dollars and two cents. See you on some other channel, Nick. Not sure which one yeah, that is, but you know. Me neither. But you know, we'll see somewhere. <laughs> 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 I'm sure we'll figure that one out eventually. Webster with five pounds put this towards Nick's leaving party. The podcast won't be the same without him. Yeah, but it's something fun. It's still going to be a fun ass time here. For sure. Next one we have here is from. Hold on. Wait, what? My thing just moved. There we go. From just Crispy Ruffles. Watching. Thank you for the $5. DLC made Nick rage quit the podcast. Confirmed. <laughs> In all seriousness, you'll be missed, man. On a separate note, what's your thought on the Kyoru Kyoru trailer? Trailer? Kyoru. I think that's is that Japanese for like dinosaur or something. I have not. I've not seen it. Um, I did have it kind of like sitting here, and I forgot to play it. Um, and I don't know what it is. It looks like just Japanese dinosaur stuff. I will probably watch it. That looks fun. Man, what a so, weeb. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. We got uh, Sonic Fan sixteen sixty one with two dollars. Oh God! Fucking damn it! What not? Has finally snapped. I mean, after reading that, I sure have. Ozjam mm. <laughs> <laughs> with five U.S. dollars. The boys are back. At least the classic crew for today. Hope you'll take a break. Some of you need and all as always. Drink that game of flavor. Green. Fucking. Let me try this again. <laughs> Okay, hope you'll take a break. Some of you need, as always, drink that green flavor gamer juice. There we go. We got there in the that, end. Thank that, you, Oz That gamer flavor. That's what happens All right. if you don't shower. Oh my god. Crimson yeah. Rose with $2. Boss Rush is really hard. I'm on try 50. I feel you there, Crimson. Sheesh. That was a tough one. Jeez. Also, Crimson Rose with $20. Oh, recently got a Sega Game Gear, and this may be a sin, but I actually like it more than the Game Boy, and I beat Sonic Triple Trouble. It's actually a really good game. The Sonic 3 of the Game Gear games, I'd say. 
Absolutely. We're enjoying it that much, but I mean, I definitely like the 16-bit uh, redone. I have to go back and play that game soon. I think it's definitely the best of the 8-bit Sonic games for definite. I'm a. I'm gonna go back and play through them all and see how I feel about all that because I've never actually. I mean, outside of what Spinball, I don't think I've really, really properly done enough research on those. Anyway, uh, was it Wayne's turn? Wayne. It is Wayne's turn. Uh, we got <laughs> Sonic Fan, Sonic Fan sixteen sixty one with two dollars. Pups dementia has started kicking in. Oh no. We got Sonic Fan sixteen sixty one with two US dollars. Pups dementia has started kicking in. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, welcome and, to the club. Just to prove I'm okay. Um they were talking about that in reference to me calling Suris Gilly earlier. See? No dementia. Just to, just to prove you're okay. Yeah. No dementia going on here. I'm good. Thanks for asking, Wayne. Oh my god. All right. Uh, whose turn is it? That would be it's... you, Nick, with Mr. Terry Chaos. Oh, fair enough. Uh, with five pounds, thank you, Mr. Terry. Sorry to miss this live. Just sending this from a pub, Lou. Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck for the future, lads. Whatever is happening for you all, much love. Hell yeah, oh, Mr. Terry Chaos. You. Sorry you didn't enjoy the DLC, man. I'm very worried people aren't going to show up next week because they think the whole show is gone. <laughs> We'll cross that bridge when we come to it, right? Just promote the yeah. shit out of it. Yeah. There you go. We'll, there you go. You're really obnoxious we'll, about it. We'll burn that bridge zone when we get there. Little Saurus, I think you are up. <laughs> Captain Cold Cuts, thank you for the $5. I'm just worried that Sega and Sonic Team will take all the wrong criticism to update 3 and make the next game another solo Sonic experience. Oh, when has, uh, when has Sega ever taken the, the wrong lessons? Yeah. I don't, we have no established pattern of them doing this. That's I the thing is, fine. I'm really glad they're back. I just want them to... Yeah. Right. Alright. Or up. Alright, um... Let's see. You're with Joe uh, Madre. We got Joe Madre. Joe uh, Madre. <laughs> that's clever. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. Five dollars. <laughs> uh, but sir, my self-esteem is so fragile that I can't help but see criticism against things that I enjoy as an attack against my identity. Some fans. Yep, that that happens. Little pop is up, Nick. With oh Azinor, who sends nine US dollars ninety-nine. Gonna miss you, Nick. Hope everything goes well for you and everyone on the show moving forward. Toot toot, Nilk Warrior. And a nasty nilk to you too. <laughs> nasty gnilk. Little Nick, you are up next. Oh, so that's his first Sonic super chat. So thank you, Azinort. Sorry. Yeah, thank you. Sonic okay. fan sixteen sixty one with five dollars. Thank you. I'm gonna go finish Frontiers. I wish you the best in your next move, Nilk. Thanks for the laughs. Hope all goes well. It will. Thank you. Next one we have here is Little Saurus. You are up. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I figured as much. Proceed, that cousin Jordan, Roman. Thank you for the Hurry up, man. Come on. I still can't believe the rewards for 100%ing Final Horizons are tips for fighting the final boss. Like, man, I would have at least appreciated a secret costume like the King Crown for 100%ing Update 2. Give you the Master King Crown. Like a dunce hat, at the very least. <laughs> that would actually be really fucking funny, though. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, your boy... Wayne, you are up. Little one. Thanks. Yeah, we got your boy Joven. Joven? 
uh, with $20, just a token of appreciation for all the good content you guys put out. Thank you, your boy, Joven. You. You're still one cent short of that 20 bucks. Come on. <laughs> oh my god. Exo Hedge with 10 US dollars. How does Sega expect kids to complete this island? The difficulty spike even on easy is ludicrous. Whoever designed the towers is a sadist. Being reverted to level 1 for every challenge is absurd. I, I, I agree with what you're saying, but to be fair, I found that I was more... I had more dexterity as a kid and more patience with it. And a lot more time to obsessively fixate on a blue hedgehog, probably. Yeah. Alright, um, that Jordo, $2. The Cybersonic is real. Chow Mix winning for real, for real. <laughs> He couldn't even do it in the One Piece voice. Oh my god. Can we get much okay. higher? <laughs> so high. Ozjam, thank you for the $10. Update 3 has issues and stuff that I enjoyed. Maybe I'm naive, maybe it's low standards, but I'm excited for the future. I don't know. I got other series to enjoy, and Sonic is one of them. Cyber Sonic was cool. I think I align with that. I feel and agree with that. I like that other video games exist too. All right. What name? I do. <laughs> uh, no. Sorry, we're got Mr. SP. Mr. SP with ten dollars. I have a friend who decided not to try the DLC because he watched me fight the uh, new tower for twenty plus minutes. I got a single portal gear as a reward, then immediately found another under his side. <laughs> Worth it? Yeah, those new um, those new guardians. No, just no. They suck. There, there's no point in even going near them. Fuck them. Fuck them all to there. Although I like the, the, the Master Ninja fellow, but that's it. Uh, Popweed sends um, 10 US dollars. When Sage talked about the different ancient tribes and how one tribe has big bodies, one evolved tails, and one walked on four legs, that's literally referencing the different chaos forms. Sick. There's your confirmation of that. Yeah. I didn't know the ancients were chaos. Tiny yeah, little Nick, you are up with Whale Fox Johnson. Jesus, you found a new joke to get tiresome before I leave the show. Well done, Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Whale Fox Johnson with $10. To be honest, Update 3 Burger. Frontiers overall is a great chapter in the real-world legend of Sonic the Hedgehog, the evolving experimental multimedia entity. Can't wait to see what Egg Daddy is hatching next. Well, glad somebody's enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> As the credits say, I'm with you. Oh my god. That Jordo, thank you for the $5. You know, it kind of occurred to me. Is this the first time Tails and Knuckles have had a one-on-one -on -one conversation without Sonic directly involved? <laughs> probably outside of the Boom universe, yeah. Yeah, probably. Actually, yeah. Uh, the movie as well. The movie had a brief yeah. moment. Talking like mainline canon, possibly. Mainline canon, I think this is the only time. The closest yeah. thing would be like, in Adventure 2, when Knuckles is coming out of the sewer and Tails and Amy are just kind of like looking at him like, dude, what were you or, doing? Or the jarringly like replace Sonic with Tails in, in his campaign in Adventure 1. At yeah. last, the main canon is finally as good as everything else. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. All right, we got Miles the Prower uh, with $5. Can't join, sadly, but wishing you all a great one. Thanks for the hours of laughter. You ain't kidding. Many more to come. 
Exo right. Hedge. That's me, isn't it? With a uh, well, me reading, not Exo. Two dollars US. That Sonic. That look Sonic gave Eggman after hearing Father. Even clock that. I want to go back and look at that again. Yeah, me too. All right. Uh, Sonicu with ten dollars. Love you, boys. Take care of yourselves. Thanks, Sonicu. Webster, thank you for the two uh, for the two pounds. Here you have an opening for a jaded old Sonic fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's that's great. Let's see. Uh, we've got oh, we got our friend Stevie with uh, five pounds. Uh, using Nick's last episode to bully him into playing a good game after the DLC, he owes it to himself. I really fucking do. I'm going to be playing every version of Spider-Man 2 this, this month, I think. Damn. Every All version. Right. There's only one version. Huh? What? 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 Like DS, GBA. Oh, uh, sorry. PC. You'll forgive my confusion. It's only that they named the new game Spider-Man 2 as well, you see. Yeah, which is stupid. Mm. I wish they'd give these things subtitles or something. Which Spider-Man anyway. 2 will you be playing today? 2. So, <laughs> Stardust Chaos sends 5 US dollars. Metal Sonic. You got him. <laughs> I, I, I agree! I, yeah! Woo. All right, a uh, dip with two pounds. Thank you. Uh, new video was great. Nick, love the speed readings. Well, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I just had a thought, Nick. You did like a speed reading on an Amy comic recently, right? Mm hmm. Why didn't you call it a speed tarot reading? Uh, that's clever, Pub. That's actually really clever. Because <laughs> that's what she is. That's her whole identity now. Not yeah. obsessing over Sonic, but dictating every single choice she makes with cards. She's like Harvey Two Face in that regard, you know? A flip of the coin. Yeah. You live. Yep. You die. She draws a tarot card and just says you fucking die. This is the well? end for you, Tails. <laughs> now, now she's obsessing over taking people's rings for telling them their fake horoscope readings. There you go. Yep. Oh, one How thing. She makes her money. So the rings appeared in a cutscene, so they're not just a fucking in-game element, they, right? They did appear in a cutscene, finally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> When uh, Sonic's yep. getting his shit kicked in and the rings yep. start flying out of him. And then you only have a hundred rings to do the rest with, which I thought was kind of cool that that actually wasn't just a oh, cutscene thing. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't at first because I was getting my ass kicked trying to figure that fucking fight out, but like the second time I noticed, yeah. After that bit, yeah, it goes all the way down to a hundred, giving you a stricter time limit. That's mm. kind of cool. It's cool because it has an in-universe reason. It's not just bullshit. Yeah. All right, who's up with Nate Sabbies? Uh, I think it's me. Nate Sabas, thank you very much for the $4.99. Bye, Nick, you old angry turtle man. It's sad that you're leaving. Things won't feel the same, but I hope things will go well for you. Have a great day, guys. You as well. Thank guys, you. Guys, also, Wayne's technically leaving too, though. It's okay. That's fine. It's because you're not so final. You're still going to do other shit. Part time. God, fuck yourself. <laughs> I love that you knew what I was referencing. <laughs> but if anyone wants to get some super chats in to say goodbye to Wayne, that, that's, you know. Oh, God damn it. I like that I already took myself off the, the fucking payroll, so you guys are getting all of my goodbye money. Well done. <laughs> I really, really we, appreciate that. Wayne. It's okay. <laughs> uh, we promise to spend it poorly. Um, mm -hmm. Who's got Mike? Uh, uh, I can take Wayne. Mike. Can um, you? Oh. 
Wow. In, in a fight. In a fight. I wouldn't uh, try Mike, it. 1911, <laughs> uh, 4.99. I'm writing notes on update three in case critique is asked. I guess I'll see you on your channel, Nick. It's my 30th birthday this Wednesday. Well, happy early birthday, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. For your birthday, you got the Sonic Frontiers update. Guys, check the back. I liked it. Um, all right. Uh, so, OzJam sends two bucks. Here, Terror of Time. It's tarot time around here. That was hard to read. <laughs> oh my god, Pop. It's oh my god, that just clicked with me too. It's tarot time again. <laughs> All right, and uh, yeah, let's close off Super Chats here with, with our good friend Aki Dave with 199. Thank you. Glad I was able to make it. You guys are legends. Well, thank you, Dave. Always an absolute pleasure. But yeah. I'm uh I'm ready to hit the old oh. dusty trail now. <laughs> Are you seeing this guy? Oh my god! <laughs> what? Has he come to see Nick off? No, no, it's not the skeleton. <laughs> it's not not the skeleton. Oh, isn't he a cheeky boy? Isn't he a cheeky little thing? I'm waiting for YouTube to catch up so yeah, I can no, see whatever yeah, the hell it is you're talking about. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll get there. There he is. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh. I see him. <laughs> I'll give you guys a break from the skeleton for this one. Um, this is this is just the flesh that the skeleton. It's literally has. spooky month. This is when you decide not to do the skeleton. <laughs> My flesh form has come. <laughs> it's he's spookier now. He's really enjoying Gilly's tombstone. It must be a little salty. Gosh, he knows there are bones under there. Davidson Dolliver, I think, sent two super chats, but uh, thank you. Been here since episode one. Thank you for the fun. Thank you for the ride. Yeah, thank you, thank you, boys, for the ride. This has been this has been a great fucking time. But uh, yeah, Hell. before we before we peace on out of here, uh, what, what's everyone up to? Pup, what are you doing? Well, I'm working on my update three video, <laughs> which is gonna be a little redundant now, but we fucking doing it anyway. What about what about you, sirs? Uh, getting everything together to hopefully start the Magic the Gathering podcast here at the end of October. Yeah, uh, Wayne. Uh, Digimon World 2. Oh, no, wait, fuck, that's not <laughs> Uh Working on a... I've got a couple of things in the pipeline right now. The next main one is going to be a video uh, for Metroid Month about uh, the remakes and spinoffs in the Metroid series. Uh, that will be going up, at least it's planned, for Halloween. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully you look forward to that. And I'm also planning on releasing some smaller side quest videos and possibly doing some Metroid streams later this month. So, yeah. There you go. Um, as for me, uh, you guys want to catch Crimson next time, or just reset it right now? I'll do it right now. Uh, we got Crimson Rose with five dollars. By the way, Sirius, I share your pain with Sonic Two on Game Gear. It's it's soon bad. Uh, like holy crap. Also, I like that they brought uh back at the Cyclone for Tails. I agree with all of that. Yep. There we go. Um. Yeah, I mean, before I, I announce my stuff off here, like maybe you guys want to talk about it off camera or not. Like, should they expect a show from you guys next week, or are you guys kind of up in the air about that? We'll keep them. We'll keep them posted on the Twitter and on the Patreon. As of right now, discussions need to be had. Yeah, definitely. Like we we got to figure out what we're going to be doing going forward. But um, yeah. So um, but yeah, audience, this is not necessarily the final episode. Um. There will likely be more just 
maybe at a later date. Maybe we just need time to work things out and, you know, see who's taking whose place or, you know, what the new lineup is going to look like. But, um, we, we want to bring this back, right, Cirrus? Yeah. Hell yeah. Is it, is it bold to say that you guys will at least be around for superstars? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we'll have we'll something f- sorted by then. Easily. So, um, just, uh, I guess before we end this, Nick, Wayne, been an honor. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. And obviously, I'm still going to fucking talk to you guys all this fucking time, but still. (laughs) And now that Pup's leaving the show, I hope you guys will have a wonderful time on the rest of Wait, hang on. What? Am I fired now? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I thought I came back to the table for negotiations. What's going on here? (laughs) Why? Why do you think we have that kitty pull out back? We we got to drown you. Oh, Sunset fuck. City has an at will employment policy, pup. We're we're gonna take you out like Bruce Willis at the end of that stupid movie. <laughs> well, Wayne, sorry if we've ever been like flipping about your your departure, but like you you're still like like part time at the very least, right? Like they'll I'm... be seeing you here and there. I probably won't likely be here on the main show if it remains like a weekly thing, um, but I'll try to be involved in the channel in, in ways that I can, at least for the supplementary stuff, uh, be they gameplay streams or just extra little discussions we have. But I, I do think this is it for me on in terms of a normal show. Oh. I was going to say, well, we'll miss you. <laughs> I guess it's <laughs> But you're going as well. Yeah, yeah we still um... literally talk and shit, so. You know, I'm not going to miss you guys. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. As for me, like I've I've got some stuff going on. Obviously, I already have a new speed reading recorded. I think the audio is kind of shit, so I might redo it. I don't know. But I'm going to be working on my next supersonic video, and I've got some character analysis videos, and obviously a big frontiers, uh, video and origins and Spider-Man. So big. Big, big month, and then robots too at the end of the month too. <laughs> so, whole lot of stuff for me on on my channel. So, I'm gonna get back to focusing up on on that stuff. But yeah, guys, uh, it it's been an honor, and uh, I'm gonna miss this audience, and I'll definitely miss the show. But um, yeah, it's been one of the most important things I've ever done in my life. So, this has been an honor. Thank you, guys. But yeah, Darius, we got work to do. We do. All right, Wayne. Do you want to? You want any other little parting words before we close on out? Uh, it's been a it's been a great pleasure just being on the show, um, getting to know you guys, and getting to know a lot of the audience. I mean the the show wouldn't exist. It wouldn't be a community with just without the people that come in and 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 have seen us grow and and uh, been here to to see us along the way. Absolutely. So just thank you. Of course, to uh, to everybody in the in the audience, but also thank you to you boys, and I love the hell out of you. Yeah, I'm back at you. Same with all you guys. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Toot toot, Sunset City. So, are we starting the Tie the Tasmanian Tiger podcast now? Or oh my god. <laughs>